Welcome to the Guys Who Like Movies podcast. I am your host, Warren, joined here with Aaron and Buck. Today, we're going to talk about Black Dynamite and The Last Dragon. Now, these are are two movies that are very interesting, very uh, contrasting, but um, interesting nonetheless. Um, Black Dynamite is a sort of a blaxploitation parody revolving... It sort of opens with the murder mystery. Buck, Buck, would you like to uh, explain what Black Dynamite is? Dynamite. (laughs) (laughs) So basically you have martial arts, Mm -hmm. 1970s, like jive talking, right? Yes. These, this lingo that I would have loved to said back in the back in that day if I was around the seventies. Oh man! Okay. And if I play, especially if I was African American, you know, um, got these crazy outfits, <laughs> outrageous plots and twists. I mean, it's like this director or and the screenwriter both say, "Hey, let's see, let's make the most outrageous movie we can make." You know, yes. crazy plots. I know, nothing that, that can really happen in real life, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's funny, man. You should take 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 a look. It's a uh, it reminds me of. Have you guys ever seen "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker"? I used to. I watched like parts of it on TV, so yeah. I don't. I don't Heard know if it. that really counts. Yeah. Or, or "Don't Be a Menace to South." Isn't that yes. with like Kenyon yes. Ivory Wayne's? Right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Both the, of these movies are Kenyon Ivory yeah. Wayne's movies, and they're like this is as extreme as those movies. Mm-hmm. It makes fun of every stereotype that would happen in those. Uh, you know, and like even down to like bad acting. <laughs> like yes. they purposely make really bad acting. Like, <laughs> yes. Rhyming every everything with like mm-hmm. the character bullhorn. It's mm-hmm. just like rhymes everything. <laughs> every time he talks, it's a rhyme. It's just it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious. I love it. I, I this might it's so shocking. I don't. This might be funnier than. Don't I mean, it's to totally me. a rewatch. Really? You know, you can just yeah. watch it over and over again. It's I'll buy this movie. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk about that Would you buy in four K? Yeah. <laughs> Black Dynamite in 4K. I, I I don't know if it wouldn't make a difference, right? With the way yeah, they I don't. Well, I mean, they did it. Yeah, no, it's, it's not like, just like the latest version of like DVD, right? Is the 4K right now? No, well, the, it goes it ultra? goes up to 4K, but they can, they're working on 16K and 32K eventually. Shit. So they're really they're really getting up there. But um, so Black Dynamite basically opens up where Black Dynamite's brother, I is like murdered. Actually, yeah. Oh, you want you want to talk about you want to talk about Anaconda malt liquor? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, it's like a commercial for okay. Anaconda so malt liquor. It's hilarious. Okay. So basically, it goes like this: you have this good-looking African American, right, with a with yes. with, with malt liquor, right, and of yes. course you have the attractive female, right? <laughs> yes. And so it goes like this: it says with a delectable combination of the finest barley and hops, and this is the only malt liquor to have Uncle Sam's seal and approval. When you pop the top, <laughs> the panties drop. And then the girl says, is that Anaconda malt liquor? The only malt liquor that's approved by the United States government? Then it's like, brewed in Piedmont, Georgia. <laughs> and it's so funny because oh, it's, it's a foreshadowing for a lot that goes on in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so where do we go? Well, I just like how Buck was going around the other day asking people if they ever tried malt liquor after watching this movie. Was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, asking Brenda, are you like a connoisseur of alcohol? You never had malt liquor? <laughs> Oh my and then she go ahead and ask Kevin, you know? Oh man! Oh my god! This movie will make you stop drinking. All the <laughs> Stick to these beers, man. So basically, yes. like the next scene, you cut to like uh, the docks, right? Mm-hmm. It's at night. Mm-hmm. It's dark. Of course, there's like a shadowy figure in the uh, yes. in like this limo, stretched limo, and he's he's trying to figure out who's like a uh, we call it a snitch, right? Yes. And you have some guy just like. Out of this group, you have like a group of five or six guys. One guy steps forward and says, Come on, you jive turkeys. 
What kind of rundown is this? Look, man, I've got to get back to the streets where I come from, sucker. I told you, Jive Chops, I ain't no snitch. And then you just see him like, like the henchmen just unload on him with like eight. Well, he said, it, he said it more with a British accent than a. Oh, you know, I'm, it, like, was, yeah, it was like a, a, it was like a black guy trying too hard to be black at the moment. I guess, yeah, it, but he had like a Shakespearean thing going it, on. You could tell that he was like the guy that he was. He was like proper. He was pretty much like he might have been a proper black. Well, guy no, but in, in the, he was in like the, trying too hard to act like he was from the street. You but know, like in the was, commentary, they wanted to make a parody of Shakespearean actors in black exploitation oh. films. <laughs> and that's what they, <laughs> they, they did that on purpose. <laughs> oh yeah, you could tell that he was like he was awkwardly saying, yes. things, you know, like he wasn't. It's parallel to uh, like the on um, Last Dragon when uh-huh. he has to go into the the place. <laughs> <laughs> with the Asians, yeah, he has to like black it up more <laughs> just so I could get in there. Yeah, I'm a soul brother, <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> not to drift off, but th- those reminded me of each other. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so then after that, after the shooting, like it was like a really cool slow motion. Mm-hmm. The guy flailing his arms falls to the ground with like mm-hmm. ten bullet, you know, ten bullet holes right through him, man. Mm-hmm. And so it cuts to like the the, the captain. His name was Yancey, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's like his only scene. Mm-hmm. And so he says that he sees the body. He's like, "My good man, or my god, man, do you know what this means? Do you know whose brother? <laughs> so this skin is gonna be turned upside down. The street is gonna <laughs> run crimson with the blood of the men responsible for his brother's death. He's a one man army, one man killing machine." No, no, no. Well, he's like, and then he's gonna be coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and like then he says, "Sex scene." Yeah, yeah, yeah. While he's saying "coming," and it's so. Weird. And then he says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." It's the weirdest transition ever. So he says, "If he, yeah," and then he says, "If you get on his bad side, brother, you're gonna you're gonna be done for." When he finds you, no matter where he is, hails are coming, coming. Then when you hear the word "coming," and you yes. see like a, a cut scene from him of like Black Diamond getting it on with a woman, right? Yeah. Yes. And he's just back and forth like a POV. Yes. And every time, women it, just keep yeah, yeah, yes. like more and more women popping up. While every every time the captain says "coming," you see the cut back yes. and forth scene. Um, <laughs> that's like the price of admission right there, man. <laughs> And then you see like the women saying, "Oh, this, this is the best I've ever had. Yeah. This is the best I've ever had." It's like the other lady's like, uh, "Me too," you know. It's like uh, triple for me. And then he's like, "Shush, you'll wake other, Yo, wake up the other bitches." He's, Yo, is that what he's? No, he goes, "Quiet, you'll wake the rest of the bitches." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so and, then, and then it pans out, and you see like all the other women like exhausted, yeah, sleeping like bed, five chicks in the bed. <laughs> and then he just are like hiding himself. on their covers and stuff. Yeah. Straight orgy with him alone, yeah. <laughs> just working them all out. <laughs> he just, you can tell he's just a bad dude yes. right there. Like, oh man. So uh, then it goes into the intro credit uh, scene where it's kind of like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. And he's driving in the car. Yeah, and he gets the phone call um, from like Honey Bee. Yeah, but he gets it from Honey Bee, and mm-hmm. she's like like a um, a high end escort, mm-hmm. and like uh, Dynamite's like like her pimp or whatever, right? Like in charge, and he's trying to get money. From Nipsey, yeah. who owes her money, right? Well, I for think services, I right? Think he's like he looks out for. Her. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if he. But I guess they don't have a pimp, but he's like looks out for them. Yeah. He has his own office, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, you see him go to Nipsey's, mm-hmm. Nipsey's place of residence, Yo. and it's hilarious. <laughs> he he opens the door. The old lady, you know, right there is a no. Nipsey's not here. He goes to cry, chops the freaking door down, man. Cry to kicks the it. Door and the, and and the lady, the old lady lady's flying, flying across the room. <laughs> an old lady, like an old lady. It's hilarious. He goes and grabs her by the face and was like where is, <laughs> where is, where is Nipsey <laughs> and then Nipsey pops up from the back with a, with I'm he had, here. A, he had a bat on him right 
Oh, he, had, he had a bat and he tried to swing it at him, and then dynamite just goes and just man, he like he kicks him through another apart, the next yeah. door apartment and stuff. Yeah. And the dude oh is man, just sitting in the room, it's like where's my money? <laughs> Nipsey paints up. Yeah, he goes and oh, takes man. the money, and that's when it goes to the scene where then he like cuts back to uh, uh, dynamite goes over to Honeybee's Honeybee's place, uh, where all the the girls uh, hang out at. Yeah, and, this is and where uh, they have a talk. And so basically. He, you don't realize this, but a little later on, that he has like two guys in his trunk, right? Pip and Jake, and that they owe, owe him money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, and so, like you see, Honeybee saying, "Hey, where's Pip and Jake? I haven't seen him in two days." And like, oh shit, that reminds me, you know, I forgot him in the trunk. <laughs> and so, like, he gives the keys to the car to like Tiny. Yeah. Of course, Tiny is like over six, like six five or taller, right? <laughs> Sitting down. Oh man. And so we see Dynamite go into his office, sit down, and, yes. and Honeybee comes in, uh, comes in, and you tell her something's uh, up, you know, like she's very sad, and mm-hmm. basically Dynamite says, what's, what's wrong with you, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that's when um, Honeybee basically tells him that her nephew... Yeah, little Bucky's at the hospital, you overdose on drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, my little nephew Bucky. <laughs> oh, man. And you hear Dynamite gets all real serious, right? He's like... Where's Bucky? And what has he had? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, goes on to this really cool scripted uh, monologue where he says, I'm going to fight the only way I know how. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was a boy, I knew I, I, I knew I was, uh, what was it like? so I knew how I knew how to fight. When I got tired, I fought some more. Yeah. And now that the man, now that the man got our backs against the wall, I'm going to let them hurt. I'm not going to let them hurt the kids. I'm going to take them down. I'm going to take them all down. Yeah. <laughs> it was like something like that. It was just hilarious. And then it, it cuts to the uh, dynamite uh, dojo scene where he goes. Oh yeah, and he has this. He's basically practicing, but, but he you don't know he's sparring. He's just out of everybody. He's just kicking the crap out of all these Asian guys, <laughs> breaking everybody's bones and, like, and everything. The one funny part I saw was the, the Asian guy who was not getting the crap kicked out. He's like laying down on the floor. Where he's like you know, he's hiding. He did, yeah. you know, and all these other guys' bodies are flailing all over him. <laughs> he is ducking and diving. Oh man. And then he like stumps on him, right? Yeah, yeah, like, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, oh, the regular like, yes. Bruce Lee type. Yes. And then he gets a phone call. Yeah, and it's like, who the hell is interrupting my kung fu? <laughs> <laughs> like, who the hell is this? And you just see this is Auntie uh, Billy. Billy. Right? And it's like, how many times have I told you, Aunt Billy, not to interrupt my kung fu? <laughs> She's like, your only brother Billy died. And her, her, like. <laughs> Her yeah. tone yeah. Yes. from she was just regular talking on the phone, and all of a sudden, yes. when she brings up uh, yeah. Jimmy, your only brother Billy died. <laughs> it's dead. She, she goes into the, like this sad crying, yeah. like big crying, yes. and you just see <laughs> you see black dynamite telling on one all, side of the screen, all, yeah. yeah, all of the dudes to get out of there. Yeah, you know, he's like, Scram, <laughs> I said split. She can see you, turkeys. It, it, but then he was like. I'll see y'all tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we still cool. Like, we're going to do this again. <laughs> Did you, like, see a flashback of young Dynamite yes. with his mother oh, no, who's on it? Before that, the... Auntie Billy, she goes and says, now, <laughs> your mother told you <laughs> on, a <deathbed. laughs> on a deathbed that you're supposed to look out for your brother <laughs> and you're supposed to take him off them drugs. Yeah. yeah. He was like, I promise you I'm going to find whoever did this. She was well, like, you promised that before. The, I hope it ain't like the promise you gave your mama. <laughs> She's just talking mess and like, and Black Dynamite's trying to hang up the phone, but like, he's awkwardly <laughs> trying, he doesn't, he can't find how like to put the phone down. Yeah, put the phone down. <laughs> 
very funny scene. <laughs> and then it cuts to uh, like the flashback said, of young flashback. Dynamite and uh, um, yes. his mother on her deathbed, basically telling her telling her son to look out for her brother. Yeah, because she realizes that she's not going to be around for much longer. Mm-hmm. You know, it basically tells him. You know, make sure your brother doesn't end up dad or on drugs. Well, he ends up on both. <laughs> and then you you see the then the other flashback you see is a little bit later with like the eighteen year old dynamite and the sixteen year old Jimmy. You He's know? like, I eighteen year old black dynamite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and sixteen year old brother. <laughs> Just so exaggerated. <laughs> Oh my God. You see the 16 year old brothers on drugs, right? Yeah. Like, who gave you these drugs? Who? He's like shaking his little brother, Jimmy. Oh, man. Oh, man. So uh, and then the next cut scene is where they're at the funeral for Jimmy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, Aunt Billy tells Dynamite that your mom will turn over in her grave if she saw this, <laughs> saw this you know? She loved Jimmy with all her heart. Because they're at the funeral, and, right. and Billy's kind of just uh, giving it to him again, you know? Mm-hmm. Man, you promised your mama you mm-hmm. failed her now? Yep, she, oh, you. she's going to turn over in her grave. <laughs> There's some, I, am I mistaken? This was like a random guy that just comes up with this uh, shell casing, right? Yeah, it's like I he, believe so. Yeah, yeah. So he basically comes like, oh, I just came from the scene of the crime, right? Okay. And okay. Um, hands him this bullet, and uh, of course, Dynamite has his catchphrase, and he says, "This is some heavy shit." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, that's when uh, it cuts back to, and then it cuts to him going, go, to, his going to his house, and then someone's looking at him with, with, with through binoculars. Mm-hmm. Like, and you see Dynamite pull out this huge revolver, like a 10-inch, 12-inch barrel. <laughs> and it does look like it has a silencer on it. Like, man, what the heck? Is he going to kill with this? <laughs> and you see, like, his you see his, like, his holster like, basically on the stuffed mountain on the stuffed bear. bear yeah. Oh, man. He puts it through it. <laughs> and then uh, so the CIA agents, they come in. Yeah, swarm in and stuff. <laughs> Try to surprise him. <laughs> it's around the bear. And then they get tricked and he pops up out of nowhere. Yeah, and beats crap out of <laughs> him. And so they're having this conversation because it's like, oh, you got me. You got me with this trick. I can't. And then he says, I can't believe oh, for the old. <laughs> he says, I can't believe for the old pie in the windowsill trick. <laughs> <laughs> so they get into this thing where you see they had a relationship. Yes. Yeah, like they were, they were both they were in, in Vietnam, Vietnam and they were. Uh, but he cuts into this Vietnam talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, They're just having a conversation, and he just breaks like, off into his life story. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I remember, like, Vietnam, like, it was yesterday. Like, yeah, I remember the village we blew it up and tying in. It was a massacre. All dead corp, all dead Chinese corpses we left in our wake. Oh, and they talks about the little poor Chinese bastard, you know, yeah, yeah. his little Chinese legs. Yeah, he, he was <laughs> still alive. Chinese. Child's legs are blown clean off. Oh, still see the little shins and feet hanging from the ceiling fan yeah, across the little hut. And then he, then he says, uh, "You, uh, 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 he was charred from his head to his little knees." <laughs> He was trying to get up, but he broke his right leg. Oh, <laughs> he broke his right leg clean off. He said something. That I've never, I'll never forget what he told me. He looked at me in the eyes and said, Bukasawa. It's not like some cartoon <laughs> he was, shit. He, 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 he didn't even know what he said, but he was like, but I did know what he said. Why, Dynamite? Why? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, that was probably that Chinese bullshit. <laughs> So then, uh, it, then it goes back into the scene with them talking. Yeah, and, well, yeah. And the uh, CIA agent uh, is basically warning Dynamite to stay off the case of his brother, or they would have to, you know, yes. get on him. Mm-hmm. It's like you have an eight track in every room, and you see a cut of Dynamite you're thinking, "Hell yeah, got an eight track in every room. <laughs> uh, I got all these bitches, man. I have one in every room." <laughs> <laughs> you just he's thinking this, you yes, know? Yes. Because like you have that, you know that. <laughs> It pans right up to his face when this 
the yeah. smile and his complexion it was hilarious. Oh, and then it, what then what happens is uh, um, uh, he go. Uh, uh, Larry tells me, you know, stay away from you know, like you were saying, stay away from the uh, trying to find who your brother's killer is, because mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna leave a stream of blood down the street. And Dynamite says, you know, can I just I'll just leave a little puddle, a little puddle, you know, <laughs> tell me who did it, you know, I'll just leave a little puddle. <laughs> so then, like the next scene you cut to is uh, um, so it's a club called Jerry's the Flying Fox. Mm-hmm. And I thought that uh, so he kind of uh, winks at uh, Aphrodite. Yeah, and I thought that she was gonna be a bigger character in this movie, but she just was like, yeah, type thing. yeah. yeah. She, she comes up to him, yeah, and and he, they insinuate that they're gonna have sex. Yeah, I'll be off in fifteen yeah, minutes. Yeah. Are you sure yeah. about that? It's like, nah, it's because she thought, you know, yeah. you're gonna see me. You come to see me? Like, no, yeah. bitch, please. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to see uh, blow uh, bullhorn, Yes. So bullhorn. Um, sorry, because in my notes I put a horn all the time because that's all he calls him. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so so he actually. Horn uh, gets uh, introduced by like almost having sex with this one chick, right? Yeah, yes. it's like she asked what you want. It's like I want that ass. Yeah. <laughs> so they about to they about to do their thing, but then dynamite comes. Like storms <laughs> in the room. Yeah, and dynamite is coming there to uh, question what happened to his brother. Yeah, so he kicks the girl out the room, and uh, yeah, sugar got the room. Yeah, so <laughs> so basically, uh, Horn goes and tells dynamite about uh. That if he want to know more, he has to go to uh, this character named uh, Cream Corn. Yeah, yes. Who's played by uh, Tommy Davis? Yeah, because yes. Cream Corn mm-hmm. was hanging around with Jimmy the week before, mm-hmm. and so uh, and then he and the, the other guys that we, that Jimmy was hanging out with like look really mean, mm-hmm. and he says meaner than two guys fighting over a pork chop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, uh, man. so then that's when we cut to the scene in the hair salon. <laughs> yeah, with Cream Corn. <laughs> Cream corn is in there, and he's like doing bragging this. about, yeah. yeah, bragging, but he's like singing, he's like singing, bragging. <laughs> <laughs> he just got this hot, like with curlers in his yeah. hair and stuff. You can tell he's a pimp. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, so this dude is a pimp, and like I'm 93 pounds of me, and he's like, he's <laughs> like time the girl. If you stick with me, I'll have you farting through that silk, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like bragging and stuff. And next thing you know, the storms in dynamite. And he, and just, he, just, he just gets up and runs yeah. so fast, like all that shit. He was it's, it's like about. a seventies chasing right there, you know, like jumping rooftop, the rooftop, and oh, all that yeah. crazy chasing. <laughs> it's a wild chasing. He finally catches up to him. Dynamite catches up to Cream, and um, hangs him upside down over uh, <laughs> over the roof. And right when he does that, that's when Cream uh, he he pretty much uh, blows cover and just tell him about uh, this character named Chicago Wind. Yeah, yes. he was hanging out the hip pocket, and so. You see, uh, Dynamite's character head to the next scene, head to that uh, that establishment. Right. <laughs> and this is this is a funny scene. <laughs> well, that. I mean, I for, I forget what he says, but he did this whole thing about well, he calls him certain things, and so <laughs> and so like he realizes it's a setup, right? Yeah. And it's a cream it was a cream cone, you jive mother. <laughs> And then, like, Chicago Wind, Chicago Wind comes and calls him a super, you know, a super N-word, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, super wigger. <laughs> you better get, get the shit out of here, right? Yeah, so. And they're like, we'll beat you like a red and mule. Yeah. And then, of so. course, like, he was going about to leave. Yes. And then the and other like, guy yeah, kept right. egging him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then so, <laughs> you see and you see Dynamite close, closes this. <laughs> he, he turns the, 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 the side. sign from open to the close. Yes. Yeah, he closes the door. He closes the door. He starts to start whooping ass. Yes. <laughs> 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 no, but he does, a, he does a style, like, because he goes, hooey, 
Like that's the way, he, the way he does it. And he's like, yeah, I was really into like Jim Kelly films. That's what's a parody of. And I'm like, is that real? So I'm watching Black Belt Jones. Yeah. And the first minute of that movie, he goes, Hoo-wee! I'm like, wow, he really does that. And he was he, he, he uh, is actually a martial artist, right? Yeah, Michael Taylor. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. he's a black belt and seemed so to be he was, everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. He was he was perfect fit for this. Yeah, because <laughs> he been he been doing movies since the late '80s, doing all the martial arts mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah. it's like his his Very back. Interesting yeah, guy. yeah. So we get uh, back into and, so you, the, and then you see Bullhorn come in, right? Yeah, cause, Cause uh, because there's one guy left, right? Uh-huh, and he's, besides he, Chicago Wind, mm-hmm. and he's holding a gun towards Dynamite, and, he and you it. see Bullhorn come in, wipe <laughs> smack gun out of his hands. <laughs> And he does like this terrible fight scene with him. <laughs> wow. It's like he like he says, I'll take care of this gorilla looking fool. <laughs> it's like time for Bullhorn to, you know, get get up in that ass. <laughs> and he calls him like uh muscle mass, something like you know, cream corn muscle ass or something. <laughs> it's just a whole bunch of random weird quotes in this movie. It's basically Chicago Wind gets away. And so it was like a chase scene between, yes. between him and Dynamite in a mm-hmm. car. Car, yes. car chase scene. It, and of course, it's not real because like, it's like in those old a lot, movies. A lot of stock footage. Where it's yeah. like a projection screen. You can mm-hmm. tell he's like behind a projection screen. It's yeah. really funny. And then he's like not looking. Of course, he goes off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Chicago, <laughs> Chicago does lose him. But in the midst of his bragging. <laughs> what was he driving in that way? Yeah, at one point, you thought it was a Porsche. And another part, part I think really they goes s- over the cliff. Didn't they switch it? Because like you see like a yeah. Porsche driving away, and then mm-hmm. you see like this, I don't know if it was Cadillac or Lincoln, like but it was like a stretch car yeah. that Cadillac goes over the yeah. yeah, so they the cliff. They uh yeah he he goes over the cliff and the car blows up. Yeah, but before it blows up, it goes like in a ball of flames and it <laughs> while in midair and then yeah, it's hilarious. And then so after that, Chicago Wind had to been um the bosses the uh, mob bosses uh what was his name in this movie? Uh, Mike Starr's name? Yeah. Oh, he, um, God. I'm to remember. I think it was. Let me I see. just have him down as my boss. I never really seen his or heard his name. Raffelli was his Raffelli. name. Raffelli. Yeah. Okay. So Raffelli calls out. Uh, he has. He's on the phone with somebody, and he's demanding that uh, Donna might be killed because uh, Chicago Wind was his top drug dealer. So <laughs> it uh, transitions from that scene to the Panthers. And like, like community time. center, yeah. yeah, they're like debating. It was like a public meeting between like the senator. Well, it looked like a like a political debate. Yeah, like, it was like a was, debate. Yeah, yeah. Between like some not senator it was like a uh, congressman. Congressman, James, yeah. Yes. So Gloria, this is where she's introduced, and mm-hmm. she's like she's, a part of the looks like a part of the Black Power like, movement or something. Yeah, Black she's Panther Black movement. Pan- yeah. She's talking very uh, sophisticated, eloquently, mm-hmm. and a lot of that crowd didn't understand it. <laughs> you know, <of> course, <laughs> this is. Uh, you know, a parody. So mm-hmm. they're making the crowd come, come off as dumb. And like the congressman, he goes up to speak after her and he's just saying simple, stupid stuff. Yeah, it was really they're strange like platitudes. And, <laughs> you know, it seems like there's not going to be a change. In like the keep, the, mm-hmm. keep the faith, brothers and sisters and stuff. He's like trying to rile him up, kind of like yeah. a Martin Luther King speech or something right. like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Which that, you know, at by that time, if you really look at the times, that type of stuff was played out. They were mm-hmm. like, it was like revolting time almost. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, Dynamite uh, actually has a conversation with uh, Gloria. Gloria for Gloria. the first time, right? And like the first thing she says is, uh, "You think you're a good-looking uh, Tom Slick? You think you're one of those good-looking Tom Slick brothers that can get by on a wink and a smile?" <laughs> yeah. I didn't say I was Tom Slick, but uh, <laughs> I can get by on a wink and a smile. <laughs> 
And that, and that, the wink to he her. does the yeah. wink. Yeah. And then she said, "Well, what about the smile?" And he's like, "I am yeah. smiling, <laughs> but it's no smile at all." And he's yeah. like, you, "You thought I was good, you, you thought I was good looking, huh?" <laughs> yeah. And then like she like froze right there. Yes. Like, thank you for the compliment. Yeah. <laughs> so so the Black Panthers they all leave and they go into this private uh, meeting yes. that they were about to have, and uh, Don, so, Black Dynamite walks into the room. And um, <laughs> he pretty much stirs up a little, little controversy because uh, he was trying to figure out who was the leader. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Who's in charge?" And then one guy says, uh, "I'm in charge." Well, like, if you're in charge, you should surrender to Whitey right now because your survival skills ain't worth a damn. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. So then, uh, it, and then, uh, and then, uh, you I like meet. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, I like yeah. I like in the beginning where the guy is like clearly reading script direction. He goes, "The militants turn startled." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sarcastically, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. So then, uh, oh, the, you run the, into the leader. The leader uh, actually pops up in, in, in like the fashion that you would want him to too, because he comes out of like a back room, yes. like, which <laughs> would be what how you would want the leader yeah, not yeah, to yeah. just be standing there, yeah. getting caught up like he was saying. Mm-hmm. And so when he comes to talk to him, uh. He has to, like, conflict with the other guy, right? Because the mm-hmm. other guy tries to come in and talk shit. Yeah. He's like, call him, like, Uncle Tom or whatever. Yeah, He's like, he yeah. ain't black. And then you see Dynamite said, I'm blacker than Ace of Spades and more militant than you and your whole army put together. <laughs> he just checks him completely. <laughs> dude, he was like, shut your fucking mouth when grown men are talking. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So he says, uh, when your revolution starts, come find me because I'm in front. I'm right in front of the action, right? And I'll show you. I'll show you how to start it, or I'll show you how to finish it, kind of thing. And they said, "Shut up while the grown men are talking." Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, "Of course, you're saying oh, sorry." <laughs> it was it was funny. It was a really good scene. And then, uh, so then, uh, basically, the leader Dyn- dynamite yeah. shows uh, the leader the shell casing, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. And that's when uh, he goes to like this catalog book with mm-hmm. all the bullets and like different sizes and stuff. And he says it's an AR-48 government issued uh, bullet, right? Yeah, so he knows it's like some serious. Yeah, it's like only the honkies can get. It's not, it's not on the streets. <laughs> yes. This is something you can't just get on the streets. So yes. It's not a regular drug deal. Kill. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's when Dynamite goes to the CIA office. Mm-hmm. And he runs into O'Leary again, who's the one who. Right went ahead and tried to mm-hmm. surprise yes, surprise dynamite in his, in his, uh, in his house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is where, this is the scene where we realized that, uh, Jimmy was actually undercover for the uh, CIA acting as a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that he was, uh, actually trying to follow in dynamite's footsteps. He wouldn't just be just like his brother. Yeah. Yeah. So he got killed in line of duty pretty much. And, uh, dynamite felt the way about it. Um, he was like, why did you guys didn't tell me and mm-hmm. all this other stuff? And um, Larry pretty much goes ahead and tells him, like, you know. The, the lead about Rafelian that mm-hmm. yes, his, mom his brother is, yes, was trying to mm-hmm. get some information on him and tr- we're trying to put him away. So this entire. Uh, kind of points him to the direction of that in that, that person. Mm-hmm. And so Dynamite wants to go after him. Exactly. So uh, Larry goes ahead and. Uh, Reoffers, uh, reinstates his license to kill, <laughs> <laughs> like he needed his permission anyways. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so the CIA wants him to work with them. He joins in. So we have dynamite with the CIA at this moment. But the license to kill is basically, you know, just go ahead and do your thing. Uh, so the next scene is he cuts to his brother's apartment, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. So he realizes it's like ransacked and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he sees like a group of like henchmen coming with like machine guns, spraying right. bullets over the place. And of course, <laughs> you don't see dynamite get hit. <laughs> And he starts shooting back, and yes. 
Oh man, I guess he got. I think he got hit once. Yeah, whatever. He got hit once, and he took all the other guys out. <laughs> and then he goes and to the hospital. Then he goes to the doctor scene, which is <laughs> hilarious. So this dude is playing doctor with the nurse, <laughs> and her and her, her her bosoms are hanging out. Yeah, she's her, her, uh, down, yeah. he's like checking her heart. <laughs> her heart rate. And he's like, "You're you're running a temperature, nurse. Like the nurse, yeah, you're running a temperature. Let me find the thermometer." And you just hear the zipper roll go. <laughs> you just hear the zipper go down. He's about to get hit. Right? And the doctor walks in. Doctor walks in. And just totally messes it up. He's like, black dynamite. I sent you in here for a urine sample. <laughs> oh, black dynamite. He was like, well, you don't want to bring that bitch in here with the big ass titty. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, um, the doctor and the... Uh, the doctor and Donna might have a uh, they have a conversation or about the uh, the orphanage. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, well, no, 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 about no. him getting shot uh, yeah. frequent, frequently. He's like this, is like the second time this year or <laughs> yeah. something. He's been shot, or whatever. Yeah. So then, and he basically says, you know, it's part of the job. Right. Then dynamite and uh, well, Lola. I mean, Lola, Gloria. Gloria ends up at the uh, the hospital because one of the one mm-hmm. of her orphan where the orphan kids was overdosing. Yeah, they were overdosing. And so she, that's they meet again. Mm-hmm. They have a conversation. And um, <laughs> this is uh, where. Gloria, she goes and tries to like kill him off. Like, oh, uh, you know, you just want to, you're just one of those dudes that want to do something for yourself and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He was like, look, if you want some help, <laughs> I can help you. But if you don't want the help, fine, that's, that's on you pretty much. Um, and so she's like, okay, well, you know, you can help me. And then so Dynamite and her go outside, and that's when they have a conversation about the orphanage mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah they're like goes. yeah like they're strolling through the town you know mm-hmm. like the city and she's showing like the billboards look this this, this used to be a nice area or nicer now it's you know like mm-hmm. yeah. malt liquor uh-huh. billboards and all this stuff going on this you know the uh, congressman isn't really doing anything to help help with the change mm-hmm. right then they talk about the orphanage you want to go ahead yeah, i mean that's, it's just funny because they find out that the kids are doing he finds out that the kids are doing drugs in yeah. the orphanage and he was like <laughs> like I used to be an orphan <laughs> not the orphanage not the orphanage <laughs> so he goes into a flashback of, he was like I used to be an orphan so he they go to the it's like a flashback scene where he's beating up the orphans and literally the kids are just like you're an orphan you're an orphan <laughs> you and they're like and then he just like kicks the head they throw, go out of window yeah. flying out of window yeah <laughs> And uh, so he flashes back. And he's like, you know, nothing's worse than uh, selling drugs to orphans. Like, I don't want to hear nothing. Because they got no parents. Because <laughs> yes. he had, because they both head to the orphanage and they yeah. see the orphans who are and they're all dr- drugged out and needing their fix and stuff. And yeah. then one of the kids comes up to him and it's like, yeah, he's like basically about to sell him something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, the lingo was something about bread and yeah. I'll get you your, you know, your money and stuff. Yeah. Give me my fix. Yeah, it, it, he went. He like grabs the kid he's by like, the face. Like, I'm gonna smack this shit out of your body. <laughs> I'm gonna smack the smack out of you. I'm gonna shake it out of you. It's so funny. And like Gloria's letting him know, like we've been doing stuff like this before. It's not gonna work. He's like nothing makes dynamite meaner than a dealer dealing drugs to kids, <laughs> little kids. <laughs> so then it skips to the scene where. He drops uh, Gloria off at this donut shop. Chili, <laughs> yeah, Chilean, Chilean donuts. donuts. And, of course, the, the, the person who runs Chilean donuts is Roscoe. Yes. <laughs> and, and, That's and, a funny little thing that they say at the yeah. end. Yeah. And so while they're still in the car, they're, you know, talking back and forth. <laughs> and, like, you know, this, is, this isn't bigger than you. This isn't bigger than me. 
or this is bigger than you, and then this is bigger than me, but it's not bigger than both of us put together kind of thing, right? You know, the drugs and pushing on the kids and yes. equating, you know, running. Yeah. Yes. And then Glory goes inside, and you see, like, this donut guy <laughs> dressed, <laughs> dressed in a donut outfit. It's the outfit, but he's holding, like, a, a machine. He has a machine gun. There's no way he can even hold it. <laughs> As he tries, he tries to shoot Gloria. It's like that. It shoots him. Black Dynamite pops up. He runs in the same day. He shoots. He shoots the donut. And she <laughs> asks, "How'd you know? How'd you know?" They're like, "Donuts don't <laughs> wear alligator shoes." You're so <laughs> oh my, it's so funny. <laughs> Oh man, that was the funniest thing I have seen this morning. I swear. And then, like, and then, and then his 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 posse, his uh, his henchmen or his his buddies, they all they come. And have a shootout. Yeah, hide mine like then, the limo. And then he uses the the donut. No, as a shield. A shield. Yeah, like he rolls them down the street, hiding behind him, shooting each guy with his He's handgun. Rolling this dude with one hand, and the other. Yo, I'm in tears. <laughs> So funny. <laughs> so after that, <laughs> like then you see like the smoke come out of his big gun, like his twelve-inch gun, and he says, "Sorry, Roscoe." <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, "Don't worry about it." That's when he takes. That's and then after that, they take uh, dynamite takes Gloria, Gloria. to uh, Honeybee's house so that she could lay low, so uh, you know she could be protected. And he starts having this. He's like. Giving her this speech, yeah, he's like, yes. yeah, he's like, he says, uh, you can bet your sweet ass and honey titties that whoever put your put a contract on your life, uh, you know, is also involved with the cops, right? And he goes on his long speech, you know, and then his girl finishes his speech while he's standing, and he just turns around and cusses this girl out. I knew it was you. Before you shut the fuck up, but I'll take you back where I found you with the coat racks and the hangers. He was so mad, and it's just like an awkward scene. Where everybody's just looking like, okay. <laughs> and the Black Dynamite is so mad and serious. It's just like, has a straight face. Like, he was going to kill her. That's what it looked like. He was going to kill her, man. So funny, man. <laughs> like, like, oh, man. Like, it was like, I ain't afraid to kill a bitch. <laughs> man. Uh, so, so then it goes. Like, Gloria then, says, you know, I can trust you, Dynamite. Because yeah. he's about to leave. And then she it's like, he says, yeah. And he's like, you be cool, little mama. Yeah. And, and then after that, it cuts to the, the intro for the pimps. It's, a, it's like a scene of this conversation full of pimps. Yeah, so and basically you see... cast. Yeah, so you see John yes. Sally. You see um, Miguel A. Nunez Jr. You see Brian McKnight, the singer, Arsenio Hall. These guys are wearing wigs yeah. and stuff. <clears throat> you also see uh, Bokeem Woodbine, mm-hmm. who's been a lot of stuff. You yep. see all these guys all dressed up in wigs, and they're like <laughs> all these like... Uh, Heads of the the crime organization, you know, like yeah. dealing drugs and mm-hmm. stuff. You well, see, they're, they're they're like initially pimps, but yeah, they're, they're trying to get into the drug game because the the drugs are messing oh, yeah. up people so much. Yes, that they can't even get tricks anymore. They can't get so the hoes really ain't getting no money because they're spending all their money on drugs instead of women. So they're trying to figure out what they're gonna do. Yeah. So they're like they're trying to vote on like a coat tax or saying or something. I don't know what the heck that was. <laughs> Wait, which one? They're like all trying to vote. Yeah, it's right before Black Diamond ties in. Yeah, uh, uh, storms <laughs> in and they're saying, "Let's go vote on a coat uh, coat tax or whatever." And then he di- he storms in. And he basically gives them a lecture. You know, don't sell. Mm-hmm. He's like. Drugs we're gonna kids. we're gonna stop anybody who sells drugs in this community. It's like, but Black Dynamite, I, I sell drugs in the community. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, 
<laughs> and so he leave. You see him leave, right? He doesn't whoop any ass. You just see him leave, right? He was like, it's just as long as I don't catch he, you. Yeah, you hear something in the bushes. He pulls out that long gun, hid in his jacket. <laughs> yeah. and next, you know, pops cream corn out with his wig. His all like, yeah, to straighten it out and stuff. Mm-hmm. He goes on this speech, say, saying how he wants to help yeah. uh, him find the whoever killed his brother Jimmy, right? Mm-hmm. Because Jimmy gave him information to, to stay away mm-hmm. from this meeting that it was being held at the docks, which ended up yeah, being saved his life. saved his life because it killed um, Jimmy. Ended up being killed in the process, and so then next thing you know, you see Bullhorn pops out too. It's like, <laughs> like let's all three go out and you know yeah. find out find Jimmy's killer kind of thing, you know. So this is where we. And they're all like, let's all three of us put our ankle in it. <laughs> so this is where you see that uh, uh, Horn, Cream, and Dynamite. And the Black Panthers go ahead and pretty much do a, a war on crime. I yeah, mean, yeah. A, a war on, <clears throat> on drugs. And uh, they, they sweep the community clean. It's like always really cool, like 70s, 80s action cutscenes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you see him with a helicopter. It's, it's real cool. <laughs> and he's like driving this helicopter. So you. you so he comes across um, Mike Starr, the actor who, is play, who plays uh, Rafael, and he's driving this limo. And what was under the helicopter? He was able to like it was lift like a, it was up. like one of those industrial magnets that they yeah he was able to lift up the limo yeah. and then he you know drops it over the cliff and yeah. then it, it's in a ball and flames. He's all, and he's laughing hysterically, yeah, right? It's, it's the first time you see that in most. And time. you don't know if this is I'm watching this. I had to watch it again because I wasn't sure if this was like a dream sequence mm-hmm. or this was real. Because I always like these cut scenes together. And he's all yeah, laughing yes. hysterically. The next thing you know he like walks into a room all like calm and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so you see like the black the Black Panthers and you see cream mm-hmm. cream corn, you run across bullhorn, they're kinda trying to put their heads together to stop crime, you know, uh, stop the, the the selling of the drugs. Yeah. And then so after that, uh the streets are clean and uh this is when Dynamite and Gloria kinda have like a date. They take a stroll. Before that you can see the streets are like perfect. Everything lo- it it looks like a Leave it to Beaver. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. Right before that, though, they were able to steal the ledgers, the ledger of. Oh yeah, the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They stole the congressman's mm-hmm. ledger, so they yes. know where all like the drug deals yeah. and everything, the shipments was going down. Mm-hmm. So that's how they were able to yep. keep yep. the drugs off the street. Then, mm-hmm. then of course, cuts to the dramatic scenes. Yeah, which like, I guess it was like, like a parody of like Jim Brown movies. Yeah, or like something. he's like <laughs> pouring tea or coffee or yeah, something. Yeah, well, like, the whole thing. Now the street is safe, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, but the whole thing was like Jim Brown is like he's a good action star, but he couldn't be like a romantic lead. Yeah, so yeah. And they intentionally made it awkward. <laughs> and then there's like this scene where like the two kids are like girl, jump roping they, and stuff. They're doing, they're doing double dutch, yes. and the girl's going. She's like attempting to do it, but then it kind of awkwardly stops, and mm-hmm. she's like, "What are you guys' name?" Like. Because, you know, it just seems so friendly. So mm-hmm. the girls state their names. Mm-hmm. And she goes and says, yeah, I'm Gloria. And this, this is Black, Black Dynamite. Dynamite. And then the two girls go. My mama my, said my dad's name was Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> my mama said my, my daddy's name was Black Dynamite, too. They both say that. And you just see <laughs> yeah. Black Dynamite. I'm like, uh, little girls. There's so a lot of people in this. There's a lot of dudes' names. Like, Dynamite <laughs> like, out yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like, Gloria look at him. Just, you can tell oh, he yeah. just had, like, illegitimate kids. <laughs> kids all around you don't even know about <laughs> and like <laughs> and then like a, a, and after that it, it cuts to like they're at like a park and they're enjoying t- each other's time and she's like well they're playing like a high not hiding go see but like she's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like running yeah running back running like around, she's, kind of running around yeah. kind of like this little cute 
type of mm-hmm. yeah, like a romantic <coughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, on. they're walking like across the river with like the you know like the little bridge or whatever. Mm-hmm. They they're doing like the holding hand. It's just re- like lovey dovey kind of stuff. Yes. And this is like mind you, the whole movie never looked this clean. It is. I exist. had no idea <laughs> Black Dynamite had it in him to be like romantic like this. Yes. You know. <laughs> yes. So then this is when they get into. Uh, so the whole day passed. They go into the night. <laughs> They're all like kissing and stuff, and then They're hanging out, you know, wine and dine. Wine, and we're drinking yeah. wine and stuff. Then it, it, it cuts to, like the astrological signs, right? What, what they want to get to? She goes and says, "I think it's time I should go." And he's just like, "Oh yeah, oh, okay. that, that yeah." And then she's, he's like, uh, she was like, uh, "And it's gonna take a lot more than to do that than to, you know if you want to get this cookie." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Okay, I mean," <laughs> and she was like, "Cause I'm not. Uh, you got to do this and this." He was like, "Hey, look." If you want to leave or go, that's on you. <laughs> but it's, I'm just giving you the offer. If you wanna, if you wanna go or if you wanna come, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> so he like smooth talk. He smooth talks her into <laughs> taking her to the bed where it goes to the scene that Buck was talking about. <laughs> go ahead. Buck. So the scene is where they show these astronaut, these astro- uh, astrological, science. astrological signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Each different sign has a different sex position. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> was, that was actually a dope scene. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I like I like how they did the animation on it. It's yeah. like like slow motion cartoon kind of. Yeah, <laughs> like like floating type of. Because it was a parody yeah. of because you've seen those posters, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like with all the weird sexual positions. So they just kind of took it to that level right. where they just animated. <laughs> it. I, but but we we with each sign going by, uh. you see like the the acts are being performed in slow motion. It's really hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like it cuts to the next morning where she's like dead tired and. Mm-hmm. He answers the phone. Yeah, like 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 he's a boss. You know, yeah. And that's when um, they, corn calls him, right? <laughs> yeah, cream yes. corn says, you know, uh, they're checking the ledger. You know, like hey man, this goes from the all the way from the bottom to the tippy top. You know. <laughs> and uh, uh, th- so this this uh, he goes over to that's horn and the um, and the Panthers and corn, right? Yeah, and they they're gonna raid the drug supply line. Yeah, so, they're, yeah, yeah. so like they're setting it up to stop the the. There's like two, from coming in. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's like two warehouses where they wanted to go ahead and um, uh, illegally enter. We, what's yeah. another word for that? Smuggle? <laughs> no, illegally enter, break in. They wanted to break, break in, in. Oh, and like oh, steal the drugs okay. or whatever yeah, yeah. that uh, was in there. Mm-hmm. And so they're like making this plan and like we need a, a blower torch. Where are we gonna get one at this time of night? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then like then uh, uh, the Black Panther uh, leader was it? What was the name? Shahi. Shahai, someone it was something similar to that. Yeah, I so. Like I, I know a guy, right? And this guy is He's man. Kind of a, like, it was like a, a this three hundred pound beefy yeah, yeah, six foot yeah. five guy. guy. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot what he used to be on. He he was in, he was a popular uh, black like guy uh, actor that used to be in a lot of comedies back in the days. Okay. Like 90s. I don't know. I just call him Blowtorch Man. There's all the Blowtorch. I call him something else, but that's a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> And then they cut to the scene where they're breaking into the, the warehouse, yeah. right? So this is the warehouse war scene, pretty much. And it's really cool cutscenes shooting. It was like I think someone was shot with a bow and arrow, and mm-hmm. yes. and it's like, man, those honkies are gonna run for cover. <laughs> I like Bullhorn said that. <laughs> oh man. And then, and then next, you know, you see the the blowtorch man mm-hmm. <laughs> take down the door. Um, they enter, and then they they, they find they, they basically beat up everyone. They kill everyone, right? And there's one guy left. And they they tie him to the chair, <laughs> and they said, "All right, Snowflake, where's the dope?" Now that was dynamite. Like, "All right, Snowflake, where's the dope?" <laughs> and he says, "Up yours, coon." 
<laughs> and then he slaps him across the head with his nunchucks yeah. up across his head. You're like, ow, don't do that. It's in the body bags. <laughs> yeah, he just automatically one hit. Yeah, <laughs> it only took one hit. <laughs> and then, so he goes and does the same like tactic again. Hits and, him over the head. And then, twice, uh, right? And then Dynamite asks him, you know, what's in the bigger warehouse? He's like, I'm not gonna tell you, coon. <laughs> He's like, they're gonna kill me anyway. Yeah, they're gonna kill me anyways. And then you see, uh, I forget which henchman or um, no, that was, that Bla- was, was the a Black blow, Panther blowtorch man. Well, yeah, was he was the one that had the like the, the, the syringe yeah. with the, the tree serum. serum. Yeah, yeah. the one that uh, shot him with that. And, and, then and then the uh, uh, Snowflake was going on this tirade about Code Kansas. Yeah, Oper- Operation Code Kansas. Operation Code Kansas. And how it was going uh, uh, to <laughs> fix the wigger up, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love you. I, love you. <laughs> I, can't, I know I can't say the end you know? Yeah. So I was like, fix the wigger up, you know? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they end up going to the bigger warehouse, and they open up all the crates, and they just find oh, the malt like, liquor. There's just malt liquor in here. Where, where is the drugs? Where's like, the drugs? Yeah. And so, of course, the blowtorch man ends up grabbing the malt liquor, oh, tries it. Try this. This it's the great. best thing I've ever tasted. <laughs> <laughs> he grabs like two or three or maybe four <laughs> bottles, big old like like bottle, 40s, like half gallon yeah. containers. Forties. <laughs> <laughs> it just takes him home with him. Yeah. <laughs> so then they go to this scene where they go to back to the donut shop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah like, so. Yeah, so and this is, this is that's and then of course, scene. Cream Corn's asking for like this crazy. You know, Yo, uh, that scene is so. I wish I wrote that down. Well, Cream, so Cream Corn was asking. Corn, it was like, we not getting no service in this bitch. And he's like real upset. <laughs> it's so, like the only thing I didn't write down was like how he ordered. So he ordered something about fried bologna. It's, it's like very detailed. Yeah, this cut in half, have this and this, and then this cut in half. This is a fucking regular plate. Like this is not no gourmet plate. So yes. he's going all out in the waitress. Is just like, look, we got a waffle for you. And we got some leftover chicken from like you know last night, but that's about it. That we, all we got for you. And he's you like, see Roscoe, but, but go before like, the- oh my god, that's it! And he just runs out, and that's basically he's like, how like a eureka, like a eureka moment, you know? Because you hear uh, so you hear cream corn saying chicken and waffles, and then you hear Roscoe saying, I got it. <laughs> he runs out like he has a gold, like he just found gold. Yeah. Man. It's so funny just knowing how that is. Being from LA, that's hilarious. But uh, yeah, so and then, and then you hear like Bullhorn talking about the waffles, like you know there are some buttery motherfuckers, you know, mm-hmm. from down south, and they're <laughs> melting your mouth. <laughs> and and it, it goes into this big whole speech oh. with dynamite and how they're trying to figure out what the what Operation Code yeah, Kansas, Kansas is. Yeah, and how it was like a word association game trying mm-hmm. to decipher what Kansas meant. Mm-hmm. And so he says, "What melts in your mouth?" And of course, you have cream corn. He pops up like a wave of sand. You know, he says M and M's. And then you hear Dynamite says, "Who makes M and M's?" It's the Mars, Mars Candy Company. <laughs> and what's and then you know who was Mars? The God of War. <laughs> and and then you hear Dynamite says, "Who's the Greek God of War?" And then the group says, Aries. Yeah, it's so funny because all these dudes become just super smart. And just <laughs> yeah. Out of yeah, it's like these super, like, yeah, these super smart fellas, you know? And then, and then uh, Dynamite says, what's Mars spelled backward, backwards and dropped S? And he says, Ram. <laughs> and like, Ram is the astrological sign of Aries. <laughs> and then you hear Cream Corn act all smart. He's like, you know, that's ha- he's ha- half sister with uh, Athena. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the capital of Greece, and like, and when they say that, yes. the whole group says that, like, man, like they've been in, you know, like, yeah, like they got straight class, A's in yes. class or something yeah. like uh, that. Historians, all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> they just know everything. And here, you know, cream corn saying the 
zoological astronomy uh, sign was created by uh, the Greeks and, and they all <laughs> scream out 785 BC. <laughs> Knew the exact date. And then, uh, and then, uh, in 785, it's his area code. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the area code to pick a Kansas. <laughs> and then, like, oh, then they, and then you hear dynamite saying, "Code Kansas, spell, spell it backwards and drop the S." And they all say, "Snake Doctor." <laughs> <laughs> and he asks again. Wh- uh, he says, well, "Who is the Greek demigod of medicine?" And it's like Achilles or whatever. Who believes you know believes snake tongues had healing powers? Yeah, and they're saying like Aphelius, right? Yeah, something like that. And uh, and then of course Cream Corn says you know uh, her staff is the you know the the sign like the community sign for health, you know, like the health mm-hmm. community they sign. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're all saying uh, um uh, like Apollo slayed the serpent. <laughs> yeah, Apollo screwed the serpent at Delphi. And that was said by the leader of the Black Panther movement. <laughs> and then, of course, you hear Dynamite saying, what is the biggest, biggest snake in the world? And they all scream out, Anaconda! <laughs> and they're all like, Anaconda Mall Liquor! <laughs> yeah, right? That's so big. And what is, you know, and then what is the catchphrase for Anaconda Mall Liquor? Goes, Anaconda you know, gives, gives you, you ooh! <laughs> and who else says, ooh! Little Richard! <laughs> So and, and they're like, it gives you little Richard. It gives you little God, Richard. You little Richard. They said, what's the other word for little Richard, right? Little dick. <laughs> little Richard go to little dick, and they walk into the room where the blowtorch guy was. And he took like four fifties of you know malt liquor, and he has a little dick, right? His, his, his dick is out for some reason, and it's so fucking small. His belly's hanging out. His pants his aren't... Di- yeah. His belly is way past his dick. <laughs> It's so funny, man. And the group and, is... And they're like zooming... They have like <laughs> zooming <laughs> shots. Of, the, of his private parts, <laughs> where the where the pant <laughs> line meets his it's just like, thing. It's like far back there, boom, right to the little dick, like over and over again. And... <laughs> And one of the so one of the people from the Black Panther movie, like, uh, should we kill like, him? Should we kill him? <laughs> they killed this dude over his and dick side. They're asking, <laughs> and they're asking him, "Do you want to live?" Because he has this passed little out. thing. He's all passed out, and they go shoot him, shoot him. <laughs> over his dick. <laughs> and then like these crackers have gone too far. <laughs> oh man! That's and then they realized, that, like this so is happening, you know, with the malt liquor and stuff. And they go back to the warehouse, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and you, you, you hear dynamite. <laughs> you hear dynamite tell man, have these honkies, you know, you know, round up all the liquor and put in the warehouse, you know, the torch to place, you know, mm-hmm. get rid of all the malt liquor. It's gonna give all the African Americans small dicks, you know. Yeah. And then you have dynamite going to the warehouse, and he comes across his partner O'Leary. Yeah, Larry. Was... He's like, O'Leary, you son of a bitch. Yeah. So Larry was behind this whole. <laughs> <laughs> this operation, he was a part of it. <laughs> and then you hear O'Leary saying, I'm just a soldier, you know, I'm doing what I'm told. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> in the midst of this conversation, uh, Dynamite kills Larry, right? Yeah, but before that, O'Leary says, you know, I told uh, uh, so, such, and, such and so, and then, you know, such and so told Don, and Don, you know, he's yeah, the one who killed you. But I'm just one giving orders, and I was the one being told, right. you know. And then you hear Dynamite, you know, he, he like fakes a heart attack and falls to the ground. Yeah, like they're both yeah, holding yeah. guns yeah. at each other, right? <laughs> yeah. And then he shoots at Larry while he's like falling down, right, yeah. and angled upwards, <laughs> yes. right through like his his, his heart part. Yeah. Yes. And then O'Leary and uh, um, O'Leary says, uh, um, "Oh, the old birthday candle trick from Nam, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> while he's like on the ground, ready to die. 
and then that's when uh, Dynamite gets the... He comes across like his walkie-talkie, mm-hmm. right? And that's when he talks to the Asians. Uh, Fiendish Dr. Wu. Yeah. <laughs> and like, in like uh, Asian talk. I don't know how you want to pronounce that. <laughs> so they're having this <laughs> a great debate pretty much over the phone. And it leads up to... Dynamite we're going on, tell, yeah. Telling them they're going to go to Kung Fu Island. We're Kung going Fu. on a boat ride at Kung Fu Island. <laughs> So, uh, uh, then it cuts to the scene of which I, I put it as the uh, Kung Fu Island war scene. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a Missy in action kind of Chuck Norris. <clears throat> yeah, Doris, yeah. Or it's like a like, yeah, yeah Vietnamish, like a one man army. You know, right. like let's kill them all. Grenades, group, mm-hmm. yeah. RPGs. You know, blowing explosions <laughs> and stuff. And this is the first time we see uh, dynamite not be uh, as uh, his crew wasn't like the dominant crew because they ended up getting pretty much wiped out yeah and he's like right before yeah. they head into the warehouse he's like this the, the facility right where the lab the lab complex yeah like, this is where we stick it to the man yeah you know, he tries to get my little like a pep speech kind mm-hmm. of thing and then he has, he has five guys behind him like yeah. he's like holding like an m29 saw this mm-hmm. big huge gun yes. and they're all behind him like shotguns <laughs> they're all like they're all like uh, um uh like look like they just raided a gun store they're all like you know <clears throat> loaded to the t they're all, yeah. all ready for battle and they they head into the uh the uh, the lab complex then you hear like they just get hit by ninja stars. Yeah, but right before that, you hear uh, one of the uh, the Black Panther uh, gentlemen. He has a picture of his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, and and you don't know his name. I don't think he ever said his name, but he, he's a pretty prominent role in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. And he goes on this speech, and and uh, this speech goes something like this. He says, you know, how you, you know he wants to retire from the revolution when it's over with. He wants to start a family with Betty Joe and shows a picture of Betty Joe to Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a part, you know, like, this guy's probably going to die. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you don't want to say, like, oh, I want to, you yeah, know. this is my girlfriend. We're you don't want to talk about tomorrow when you're trying to live through today yeah. or the future. Because yeah. usually when that, in the movies, when you talk about the future, you know, you're, like, the first one to die. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, a, like a. It's like, like you know, I'm going to settle down, start a family, and mm-hmm. get myself, a, you know, a place down south and you know, grow some veggies and stuff. Next thing you know, he gets, like, a ninja, tar- ninja star to the like, stomach. Yes. And, like, he. He's down, he goes, and next thing uh, you know... And Black Dynamite's like, who saw that coming? Who saw where that came from? <laughs> it's like out of the shadows, you see these ninja stars being thrown, and, <laughs> and everyone, they're getting hit in the head, and mm-hmm. they're falling to the ground. Cream Corn got hit in the hand. Yeah. Like, it was basically him, Bullhorn, and Dynamite left. Yep. And, and then, Dynamite... Okay, <laughs> so this is, uh, this is where we get to the intro where uh, Dr. Wu actually pops out, right? Yeah. With and, his henchmen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so they, they come out. And so Dr. basically, it's just out <laughs> dynamite. But this is one horn. Just yeah, it's crazy. It's like so I'll, it's, I'll get this job. It's just, <laughs> it's just dynamite and bullhorn left against Doctor Wu and like his six henchmen, right? And so you, you have bullhorn basically saying, "I got this, man. Don't worry about this. I got this." It says, "Man, I'll take this job ass turkey." Yeah. And you just see like Doctor Wu throw this. What did he throw? Like this? It was like this weird spinning device, kind of like it a flying like, guillotine yeah, almost. But it was like, yeah. It was yeah. like boomerang. Like a boomerang yeah, from yeah. freaking uh, <laughs> um, uh, that Mel Gibson movie. You know, uh, Mel Gibson movie. You know that movie where he was uh, um, Doctor Mad Max. You know, where like the kid Ro- throwing Road the Warrior? Road Warrior, where, where yeah, the kid yeah, throws okay. that yeah, yeah, boomerang, yeah, yeah. something like that, and. The guy, you just you see the head <laughs> cleans <laughs> off, right? It's the silliest scene. He goes right off, right? It, it, it just comes clean off. And then you see uh, uh, a like, dynamite, like a running back yeah. or a basketball player, just pick it up like it's a basketball or catch it midair before it hits the ground. Like, Bullhorn, no. He's looking dead in this decapitated head's face. He's like, at long last, our friendship bonded by the, the struggle against the man has been brought to an end by kung fu treachery. Brother, your death will not go unavenged. 
Dr. Wu, yeah, fucked up now. <laughs> yeah, fucked up now, Dr. Wu. That is hilarious. And then so it goes to where Dynamite goes and just starts beating up. Like his minions, like yeah. Dr. Wu's minions and mm-hmm. stuff. So he beats up. <laughs> He's easily getting through the crew. And he goes through and he like pokes like some guy's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So basically Dr. Wu goes back to his <clears throat> lab, right, to cover up the plot or what's, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dynamite can't get any information. So he tells one of it like his last henchman that's yeah. still upright, mm-hmm. watch out for you know dynamite. And so he's like looking around a corner. Dynamite comes at him, you know, <laughs> and takes his eyes and so he enters the room where like the lab complex with like the laboratory is, and he throws the eyes on the table next to like the uh, all the stirring, all the uh, the blinkers, what we call the beakers and the stuff. Beakers and and you see the eyes yeah. land, and Doctor Wu sees it, and you oh. hear dynamite says, you know. You told him to keep uh, keep an eye out for me, right? <laughs> Hilarious. So then it goes to um, then that's when they they start getting into a fight, right? Uh, Wu and uh, Dynamite and mm-hmm. uh, Dynamite ends up cutting uh, Wu's arm off because the the boomerang flies into yeah. the room <laughs> and it cuts his arm off. Like and, and Doctor Wu was like, "What did you do? I threw it before I got in the room. Like, I threw that shit before I walked in the room." Like, <laughs> yeah, because it comes through the window, and knocks his arm off. It's <laughs> so this is when Dynamite and Wu have uh, a talk about the actual things they made to make uh, malt liquor. Malt liquor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to get into that? Or? So basically, yeah, he's telling Dynamite that you know that he has like the you know the serum to to make your dick grow bigger, right? Because like you know for years the government has been trying to make dicks bigger, you know. Yeah. And then it's like. Because he was showing Dynamite, that's what this does. And the other one is, what does this do? The opposite, you know? It makes it your dick the size of a two-month-old, yeah, uh, I think a two-month-old snapping Snap turtle. turtle. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear Dynamite, he hears all this like, you dirty motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, so after this speech, <laughs> you see Dynamite sets this dude on fire. Woo on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't like Dr. Wu go out the window or something like that when he's on fire? I don't remember that scene. I don't remember. I remember like he's, he's on, on fire. Hallway. Yeah, he's on oh, the yeah, hallway. He's on, on fire. the hallway yeah, on fire. Yeah, he's trying yeah. to get out. And uh, and after that, you uh, dynamite goes out and Cream uh, Corn somehow Cream gets a, uh, a Vietnam like style helicopter, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, where are we going, dynamite? We're going, We're going to, the, going to the, tippy top. the tippy top. The tippy top, yeah. <laughs> top top. It has this whole like travel montage. Yeah, so they're flying off and. In the they helicopter, to, uh, what they called uh, honk, the honky house. Yeah, <laughs> which is the White House. The White house. <laughs> and dynamite for some reason has a parachute right out off, right off this thing. And he right tells cream, time. yeah. So cream corn tells him, you know, uh, I'll be right back. You know, it won't take nothing but a sec. <laughs> and so cream corn starts to grab the controls, and you see like an I don't know RPG yeah, goes RPG goes at the chopper, blows up the chopper the right cream. before yeah. dynamite <laughs> jumps out with his parachute. <laughs> And so we see the explosion. Dynamite's going, you know, is, is is in the parachute. You hear the, you see the embers, the fire, and yeah. he's getting on the parachute. So basically, he's like falling. Yeah, he's falling down. He's he free it. falling. Yeah, he's like cream corn. No. <laughs> and he sees the people that shot down the shot down the helicopter. So he had, somehow oh, yeah, pulls he, he out pulls two hands. Parachute, parachute, and then he starts shooting at. Yeah, shooting yeah with his handgun. <laughs> and right when he lands, all of them end up, you know, yeah, you get all end up dead. dead. Right. He killed them all. And he he lands. He looks. 
you know, you can tell that scene where he's like, yeah, I'm badass. Mm-hmm. And he just pulls the cord and the parachute comes off. And it's like, you can tell it's like, it's time for business kind of yeah. thing. You know, mm-hmm. he, he heads into the White House, and like the secret compartment, like yeah, a secret, secret side entrance. And that's when he bumps into a couple people. He shoots them, kills them. But right before that, he like he changed into his black diamond outfit. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he was like in the sky as like this, this commando outfit, yeah, right? Like I was like a, it's like a disco denim kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was his black diamond outfit. And he comes, you know, across like a, you know like a, like, a, like some henchmen or something like well, a group, well, not a henchman, but pretty much like the secret service. Yeah, yeah, secret, secret service. service. Yeah, my bad. Like a secret yeah. service. And then uh, he takes care of them like it was nothing, right? Yeah, and then he bumps into the intro. The over office, right? And he sees, he doesn't <laughs> see who's sitting in the chair. He just, oh, I know who this is. Is this you, Mr. Uh, uh, Dicky Tricky? Yeah, tricky and Dick. <laughs> tricky Dicky. Tricky Nicky. And uh, that's uh, President Nixon. <laughs> yeah, tricky Nicky. Oh, man. So, uh, so. <laughs> Uh, Nixon just starts talking to Dynamite about whatever, and then he just pulls out his nunchucks and he's like, "Showtime, motherfucker!" It's like a dumb chuck for his nunchuck, you know, <laughs> square off against each yes. other. So like he calls Dynamite, "You piece of shit, motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never heard the president curse like this. <laughs> So they, they're, they're getting they're, they're getting, getting it on nunchuck to yeah. nunchuck, and then uh, the first lady pops out and she shoots at she, him she, like dynamite, but she misses and hits the plate, and it just slows, it just slow motion. But then, but then like even dynamite before, kicks her and she does like the psycho down the stairs, like into the bookcase. But even before that, though, you see, you know, you see the president tries like you know kung fu kick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite with like great form, like man, who yeah. taught Nixon how to you know be a kung fu master? <laughs> Does he have the glow? <laughs> yeah, so, so he. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> so, so then, uh, yeah, he's so Dynamite pimp slaps her, right? Yeah. yeah. So basically, she's like incapacitated, right? <laughs> and so you falls back. Like yeah. <laughs> and you see Nixon gets on rage, right? Yeah. Like a like a, a full head of steam, like a a yeah. pissed off bull come you know. Rampaging at dynamite. Mm-hmm. I, oh man! He's seen his wife get slapped, so he's ready. <laughs> so he's he's fighting better than he even was. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like you know, like you know, just leveled up kind of thing. You know, he's like, woo! And then he yeah. realizes he was going to beat Black Dynamite. You know, he yeah. realizes Black Dynamite was better at him in, at every kind of yeah, skill. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so he sees the wall. Sees like uh, John Wilkes Booth's gun, yeah. Yeah. and it's like engraved in this glass and stuff. <laughs> it's like it's this engraved kind of. <laughs> plaque thing he just breaks the glass takes yeah. the gun out yeah. and next right you realize oh shoot dynamite's gonna get shot right yeah. but his old gun like this old gun how's it gonna fire you know yeah, being yeah, like yeah. oh a couple hundred yeah. years old and so uh, you see like this ghost it's like <laughs> yes. Abraham Lincoln yes. comes out of the chair out of, his, fav- chair. Out of his favorite chair yes which is funny because you know the freeing of the slaves yeah. thing so it's like it kinda of like, course that would be the president that yeah it kind of like slaps Nixon upside the head and kind of <laughs> and, and so and so when Nixon goes to shoot his angle, his trajectory is off because he gets slapped by yeah. Lincoln, and so he shoots like a vase, and so it was like, mm-hmm. it's like back then it was like a muskie, right? You can't have like shoot again, right? And no, so you have, no. you have to put gunpowder in the <laughs> <laughs> and all that before you can actually make. And it you realize that you know this is the end for him. You know he has no gun. His martial arts are all used up, yeah. martial art tricks. And so basically, <laughs> you have Diamond just pulverize him, man, beats yeah. him to a pulp on the, you know, and so right. he's laying bloody on the ground. So then they they have the conversation uh, where he, he was dynamite was basically saying Nixon was a, a pretty much an insecure a, man. Yeah, pervert. And, it's and like and if you think you can sh- uh, if you can shrink our dicks, they'll make yours any bigger. Yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. So he does this 
what I would call blackmailing trick. <laughs> Who pulls out all of these pictures of him, like, like kinky pictures and yes. like uh, S&M type yes. stuff. Yeah. And uh, he, he throws them down on the ground and is like, hey, if you don't want this to come out. <laughs> you need to I mean, these, these pictures are taken pretty close because it was one of those um, Kodak kind of things where you, you take a picture and it pops out right, you know. Pol- Polaroid? Yeah, it's like one of those Polaroid pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, well, I mean, maybe that might be a little, I don't know how accurate it is for the 70s, but yeah, yeah something like that. And he's like, can you dig it? You know, he says that to the press, like, can you dig it? And Nick says, I can dig it. <laughs> and so then that, after that, we go to the scene where Dynamite actually walks up to the first lady and apologizes for <laughs> pimp slapping her. <laughs> He's like, and saying that that was out of his character. Yeah, but and then she it. says in her defense, I was like, I was trying to kill you. He's yeah. like, yes. But you missed. <laughs> he goes, no, you were aiming for the plate. You wouldn't have gotten <laughs> And it was just like in this thing. She was, I mean, she got into this like spill of him. And then he's like, right, such a righteous. He was, oh, black dynamite. You're so righteous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like saying, I use excessive force. Mm-hmm. And next, you know, you see Gloria pops Gloria out of pops nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah. She like, just goes like, through. Like puts her in the whole, middle of his ending <laughs> speech. Yeah. Yes. He like puts her whole what body around one of his like yeah, his yeah, arm, drops yeah, on top yes. of him. And then you see uh, uh, the first lady on the ground. She's like kneeling, right? And you yeah, see her so trying like, to inch closer, closer, and like, like. Bull, yeah. like bear hugs uh, Dynamite's legs, like, right? Yeah. And then he gives like that speech while he's pointing the gun in the distance. Yeah. And he like whips out his gun. Is like but it, it looks like one of those seventies yeah, posters. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. They, they were just playing on the poster. Yeah. yeah so you see Gloria on, it. Yeah. on his, around his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see the first lady around his legs, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then he whips out his gun, <laughs> pulls like, and then he like ready to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. And he gives a speech, basically saying, you know. No one's gonna mess with Black Dynamite, you know. Yeah, and, and that is. The and then he whips out his nunchucks with his other hand, and he's he's whipping his nunchucks. He's ready to shoot his handgun. <laughs> okay, he's adding more to it, right? Does that happen? I don't remember. Yeah, Does I mean, it? I just watched the ending this morning. Okay. So I literally I see okay. that on mine. Yeah, okay. he's like in his left hand, he's like whipping the nunchucks. His right hand, he's holding the gun. Oh yeah, well he he does a little one. He just he, he pulls oh, he up does? the nunchucks and he goes whoosh. Right? Oh, okay, and, and then he just like has it set like that. Oh. The, way, the way Buck's describing it, like yeah, he I was like, like a trick or yeah, he does, he does that, he does, he whips it around his back and does like no, 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 he just does a little quick one though. No, but he does it also behind his back too. He does it also behind his back? I, 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 I rewatched it. I did not remember that. I don't remember. I don't remember he that. Kind of like, and then like the pose that the two girls had with yeah. him, I was like almost like a Saturday, Saturday Night Fever kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, yeah, then that's when the uh, roll credits. So that <laughs> that's was when the, that's, that's the end of Black that's Dynamite. Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. But that's like, but here's the thing: like while watching this movie again, I didn't realize that they wanted to make like a sequel in spirit. It's yeah. called the Outlaw Johnny Black, which is supposed to be That's like a it's a western, yeah, of with Michael J. White. And but I, I guess they went to Kickstarter or something. I don't know. They raised like thirty five thousand dollars, but they wanted a million, so I'm not sure. Was Michael J. White was supposed to be in this movie? Yeah, well, Michael J. White stars as like a guy. He's I mean, that guy can put up the money. He's got millions. I I don't, you know I, don't I don't I don't know I don't know what the full story is, but I think this is what I think happened. He was a producer of this movie. He, well, no, but he was like also wrote the script. And yeah, stuff. so what he did is Michael J. Fox, he wrote the screen. I mean, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. White. That's the white guy. That's the white midget guy. <laughs> this is Michael J. White, the big, the big, you know, uh, bodybuilder top, you know, like good looking dude. Yes. Get all the ladies. So he wrote the screenplay and he wrote the story. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Bullhorn? Yeah. So he also wrote the screenplay and the story. Okay. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. I mean, he was like the, him and Michael J. White were both like the, you know, the three. 
because it's something they wanted to work on for a while yeah. and there's a store where they showed a fake trailer to like some producer and they're like why are you showing me this weird trailer of this 70s movie and they're like <laughs> no that's Michael and they're like what <laughs> <laughs> and then this movie was uh, directed by Scott Sanders yes yeah. and uh, going off of you saying that they were going to have a sequel to mm-hmm. this uh, they also ended up making a cartoon yeah the cartoon mm-hmm. so this was actually a very successful uh, film as far as like you know taking it to other avenues and stuff like that and Michael J uh, White he actually is the voice on that too yeah and I believe he wrote some episodes some of those episodes are really weird (laughs) I haven't watched those there's like one with like an evil Kermit the Frog kind of thing (laughs) it is uh, that I mean I watched um, some interviews before you guys came of Mm -hmm. him and he was just talking about uh, like how uh black exploitation films mm-hmm. like the origins of them and how mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. they were considered that because they were basically at first it was like they'll have white movies and put one black dude in the movie just mm-hmm. you know just so yeah. the black audience could come yeah but then because they seen that certain black movies was doing well but mm-hmm. then they wanted to tarnish the black movie films so they would make all of these cheap that give them low budgets uh-huh. and that's how you would get some of these cheesy type of films during the same time as some of like your biggest films okay like like black godfather that kind of a thing or like like he was he kind of made the example blackula no not 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 like that more like uh like um 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 um, like superfly and stuff like that like Uh like he was he says that they shouldn't be considered black uh exploitation movies okay they were considered that, like they were marketing it that way. Okay. Where they were wanted, they kind of wanted them to fail. Oh, a little bit. interesting. And then that way they could go. You can make the case. Look, we put movies out. Oh. They didn't. They, they weren't successful. Okay. So that's just continue to make these white movies. Because oh. You see this black market's uh-huh. not doing well. Wow. Okay. So yeah, that was kind of like the origin of it. Okay. And e- even like what he was saying was like sometimes he would g- go into movies and he'll. He'll play the white the white guy's bet, b- best friend, the black best friend or whatever, and, mm-hmm. he, and they would he would have to like look for people to play the person that could because they were like they want somebody to be the white version of him in the really? movie. So he would say he said you know they'll go and they'll ask him who has the the karate skills like you, this white, so that you could be next to him, pretty much. Wow. And he was like, I had to go around pretty much <laughs> searching for talent to play the role of. Because I don't think, yeah, you don't get, because Michael J. White's pretty talented. Yeah, he, and he was like, why you guys just don't change the script to it, be, it being me? You have it here. <laughs> like, I got the skill set. Yeah. But you just want the skin color. So that uh, was like a whole little rant that he was going on. Okay. Uh, on like Vlad TV, I believe. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was, that was interesting. But um, yeah, because I, I was just trying to get more information. I was going to say, too, is that that kind of sounds like, um, you guys ever seen American Ninja? Yeah. With uh, Michael Dudikoff? I did when I was younger. So he was also in Bachelor Party. So basically, he, you have him and Steve James. So Steve James was kind of like the Michael J. White of like the 80s B and C movies. Okay. Which was this African-American imposing guy like Michael J. White, mm-hmm. who was crazy in martial arts skills. Mm-hmm. And of course, you have you have to have the white, you know, main actor, right? The white, the good guy, right? Yeah. And so Steve James plays like the the best friend who can mm-hmm. do karate, but 
oh no we can't take out the bad guy it has to be michael dudikoff like okay. the main ninja okay. guy take him out it was, it was pr- but like steve james always played those kind of roles where he was like the best friend yeah in those ninja movies uh-huh. like this you know those martial art movies kind of like how you were talking about with michael j white yeah. and even my, uh michael not to uh, cut you off warren um there was one example that he made of because they a lot of people consider Shaft a, 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 a black exploitation film. Uh-huh. He was saying that the script was actually written for mm. Shaft to be white. Really? And so they switched the script because they just liked the guy who played Shaft so much that it's they had to add film. So he was like, so that's not even a black. How can you call that a black exploitation film when it wasn't even written for a black guy? This is a white film that just got a black guy in it, and all of a sudden it turns into a black person. But the root, the root of that film, like I don't, I can't. Wow, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Like, what the hell's the movie about if it's <laughs> like that's the root of the film? Like, I don't. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> he says from the original screen credit, wow. if you look at it, it's written for a white guy. Interesting. Yeah. So. That's you know something we just got to research. You know we'll, we'll probably do a, a chef. Okay. <laughs> yeah. One day and, and uh, yeah. do a, a whole bunch of research because there's a lot of history with that. Interesting. Yeah, but uh, what how, what you think about the film? Uh, I really liked it because I mean they had a vision. Mm-hmm. They went out, they executed the vision, and it became successful. Like it's kind of a feel good story in that way. Yeah. So. You know, I didn't know about Outlaw Johnny Black. Like, I kind of wish I did, like, because, like, I guess they didn't raise the money they wanted. But, I'm like, I didn't know about this till we covered that. You know what I mean? So, I don't know what's going on now. Yeah. Like, maybe they lost the rights to whatever, and they wanted to do that. That's the one thing. I. But the idea, because, you know, Michael J. White talked about it a lot. He wanted to get this project off the ground. He went out. He did it. It's very, from, like, a low-budget filmmaking standpoint, yeah. it's amazing. Because, like, the amount of stock footage they use... Mm-hmm. To, to, to like give a better production value it's, a, it's a, they did a lot of cool stuff with yeah. this so I really enjoyed Black Dynamite um, I think it was a great love letter it was, it was, it was sort of interesting because the two movies that we covered you know Last Dragon's more of a straight cheese whereas this one is kind of like a parody homage kind of a thing and they're, they're very compare and contrast different different yes, ones yes 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 <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about that uh, but what's your feelings on this yeah, uh, Black Dynamite. Uh, it was a great movie. I saw the trailer, you know, a while mm-hmm. back because this came out in 09. I saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't very impressed with it, you know. And then okay. I saw the movie. The yeah. movie was way better than the trailer. You know how you have some of those movies that yeah. you see the trailer, it's like, oh my gosh, this is like the best trailer ever made, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to be the best movie, right? Because yeah. the trailer is so action-packed and everything. Mm-hmm. And the movie kind of, you know, bombs because mm-hmm. like basically like two minutes of the best action sequences, the best of everything is in that, mm-hmm. in that little yeah. clip. And so... Um, I saw this movie Black Diamond. It's great. So um, I actually liked it. It was a uh, like high flying, no holds bar. Anything can happen. You know, the director uh, did a great job. You know, with he had with these outrageous plots. You know, these twists. You got the like seventies jive talking, the outfits. You know, I like the seventies. You know, the seventies flow and everything. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, you have uh, like this martial arts action. Uh, it was great. So uh, yeah, this was directed by Scott Sanders. Uh, it was written by Michael J. White and Byron. Menace, who was played by Bullhorn, they both wrote it, uh, did a screenplay, a story. So you have Black, jo- uh, Black J- uh, Michael J. White play Black Dynamite. Tommy Davidson played Cream Corn. You have uh, you know a lot of these acts, big actors. When that you know that scene where all the pimps get together. Mm-hmm. So you have Oba, Baba Tunde. You have Arsenio Hall, Brian McKnight, Miguel Nunez, John Sally. Yeah, and then you have all you know. Nicole, someone plays you know like Mr. Nixon's wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you have Kevin Chapman played as uh, O'Leary. Uh, Honey Bee was played by Kim Whiteley. Uh, so Mr. Wu was played by uh, Roger Ewan. And uh, I liked him as Dr. Wu because I saw him in uh, Shanghai Nights. Mm. Plays, played the villain. No, 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 my bad. It's Shanghai Noon. Yeah, and uh, when they go out west and you play like the, the fill-in. Yeah. So I loved with, with him as Dr. Okay. Wu. Uh, so Mike Starr played Raffelli. Mm-hmm. Um, he played French and Goodfellas. He was in Dumb and Dumber. We, uh, we had a very Mike Starr-filled uh, week this week. And so. then Chicago <laughs> Wind was a, was in played Bubba in mm-hmm. uh, Forrest Gump. And he's uh, was his name is Mikkel T. Williamson. So you have all these actors. And they all did a great job together. Uh, so you also have Gloria, who was played by Sally Richardson. But this was, it was a great movie. Uh, I would recommend it to anyone who likes action, you know, the 70s style, the jive, the talking, the outfits, the, the crazy plots. Because it's, it's low budget, but it's an action film. So it's I mean, a lot of stuff look, goes on. To look forward to, yeah. You, you can tell it's not like a big budget movie, but you can mm-hmm. tell like they did, it squeezed all the money they could but out the, of it. the heart, the heart's the there. The heart, yeah. The heart's the most important part. It's like the heart of a small budget movie. Yes. Well, it but is. But done yes. big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I must say this. Um, I want to say a couple of things okay. regarding uh, what Buck said. Um, okay. See, the interesting thing about parody movies, mm-hmm. um, usually <laughs> it's kind of hard to look at a parody movie mm-hmm. on a trailer yeah. and, and like appreciate it. Uh-huh. I think for any one of them. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's going to come off goofy. Mm-hmm. So you really can't. Yeah. You like like you said, you kind of just got to go in and just watch it to get it. I think a, tra- a trailer is just going to make either it's going to make you laugh, mm-hmm. but it's still going to be silly. Like you can you can look yeah. at like the first scary movie yeah. uh, trailer and be like, what the hell is this? Yeah, I, I love Michael J. White, man. I'm a yeah. huge fan, man. I'll, I'll probably watch anything he does, even if he does like a Cinderella type movie. I'll even watch it, you know. <laughs> I, I, I love anything he does. Just seeing this trailer, you know, yeah. it didn't really, you know, move it's, me to watch this movie. It's hard. It's hard to do that. Um but as far as like, so my experience with this movie is, I think I've seen this at, <laughs> uh, I think I've seen this at my grandmother's house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, was, it randomly was on TV. Okay. And I've seen like only like 20 minutes of it because she was like jumping back and forth and <laughs> watching things. Okay. And it really caught my eye mm-hmm. but i never went back to it i didn't even know what the name of it was oh okay so when you guys suggested this and then i looked at the trailer <laughs> like you i was like i because i seen the 20 minutes i didn't judge it too hard on the trailer okay and then when i actually seen from beginning to the end, end yeah. how it's supposed to be mm-hmm. this is supposed to be funny <laughs> like, this is not supposed to be taken seriously this is supposed okay. to be lighthearted, and it's Hilarious, mm-hmm. fast paced. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's one of the best parody movies I ever. Seen. It's only like an mm-hmm. hour and twenty minutes long from beginning to the end. Yeah, yeah. so and a lot it, of stuff happens in that. Exactly. Uh, like me and Buck, me and Buck was talking earlier. Um, I wrote so much notes on this movie because uh, so many notes because the movie's so fast paced that you know you're catching a lot going. Like every scene is something like yes. kind of important to kind of jot down. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't see it a bunch of times, you mm-hmm. know, I, this is my first time really seeing it. It's mm-hmm. like you got to really catch so that you could catch the so groove lo- on what you're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's it's very it's very funny. It the action is actually good because <laughs> Michael J. White can actually fight. Yeah. So the moves look decent, you know. Mm-hmm. And um uh, and the people that can't fight they're not, they're made to not like 
to not look like they're supposed to. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not and and the bad acting is supposed to be bad. Like yes, yeah, like Bullhorn, like his bad like fighting stance and his yeah. acting and his yeah, mm-hmm. his fighting is mm-hmm. supposed to be parody. It's supposed to be comical. Yeah, he, he doesn't look like he can really hold himself in the fight. It's funny. Or like whenever uh, Honeybee pops up, she's like very like her character is like likable, but there's something like she can't act. <laughs> right? But but then when you see her in other things, you mm-hmm. know this yeah. this woman has yeah. can act. She's mm-hmm. she's great. She's a great actress. She's been actor for act, acting since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it just even down to like you guys saying that it was low quality, like low budget. I think that it was. If this look get too good, mm-hmm. it'll mess it up. It, it interesting. The yeah, it yeah. needed to not look yeah. polished at all. Mm-hmm. Like some movies. Even if I had yeah. the budget, I'd be like, Dude, we got to make this look cool. <laughs> like that's get a different camera <laughs> whatever we got to do to make this look a like some cool. movies they get that crazy budget right yeah but then the movie just falls flat you know yeah that's what like that's when you start seeing like the scary movie threes and stuff mm-hmm. where it's just like a little too like it's it could be funny but it's like it's too it's clean. So clean yeah it's like i get it like mm-hmm. jokes are funny and this is a parody but mm-hmm. you know it's the rawness of like one you could kind of tell that they didn't get them like they should start dumping money mm-hmm. by three yeah, they just dumping money. Mm-hmm. But, um, or like uh, the beginning of scary was a scary movie four or five where you have like Snoop Dogg and Mac Miller yeah, like just, well, just like the beginning <laughs> they're all like, shooting their guns off and stuff and well, all these. Every- and another thing about that oh, too man. with scary movies like when you when you take away the writers too. Like yeah, you take away the writers it takes away the you could see you could feel the soul go go away. Mm-hmm. With it. Well, it just becomes something different. Yeah, it's like when you change a singer in a band kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I I think that this movie is probably one of the best parodies I've ever seen. Uh, it I would recommend to buy it. I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie. <laughs> I'm I'm a, uh be showing it around. I, it, only to people that have the light heart though, because um, I mean, and it does. There's a lot of good uh like messaging in it. Like mm-hmm. even though like the pimp slap was funny, mm-hmm. I did like that he went back and kind of was like <laughs> apologize. Yeah, apologize. Like uh, you know, this isn't my character. Like my character is like I, I like bitches. Like I'll go and get, <laughs> I'll get a whole bunch of girls and and I'll womanize, but I won't hurt them. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like and even the pimps, all the pimps yeah. that we've seen in this movie, like mm-hmm. we didn't see no real yeah. like pimp action, like yeah. abusive. Like, mm-hmm. They kind of stuff with a line where you could watch mm-hmm. this in this mm-hmm. era. Mm-hmm. You know, there's an era of time where. You mm-hmm. can see some crazy, like woman yeah, abuse. Yeah, it thing. didn't. It didn't go what's love got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, awesome movie. Uh, that's that's my my take on it. Very good. What about you, Warren? What's your thoughts? I I really I really enjoyed it. I uh, I mean that there's something beautiful in having an idea, writing the idea, and filming the idea, because yep. that's like the hardest thing in the world. And, and they pulled it off. Our next film on the list is Last Dragon. This film is notorious for being a, a Barry Gordy production, I believe, in 1985. Last you are correct, Warren. Yes. So last One gold star for you. <laughs> <laughs> so The Last Dragon follows Bruce Leroy um, as he... <laughs> fo- Did you say Bruce Leroy? so... Terrible, you guys. Oh, oh no. <laughs> o- okay, um, Bruce Leroy as he as a martial artist who goes on a journey to find the glow and obtain enlightenment. On the way, he meets a video D- VJ, hot pl- video DJ. Yes, played Beautiful. played played by Vanity. Beautiful Vanity. Yes, boy, <laughs> she made me stand to attention. 
totally, I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Who? So anyway, Vanity gets kidnapped um, by the Eddie, uh, the villainous Eddie Arcadian, and who's trying to get Vanity to play his girlfriend's strange music videos. Yeah. On her show. On her it's show, it's like. like one hundred six in Park and Soul Train would have been back then back together. in the day. Like, yes, if they were meshed together, it was yes. what's called Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven. Mm-hmm. So, Aaron, you did not have a favorable opinion of this film. Oh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about this. Oh, oh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll go through the. Okay, whole okay. Let's go through the entire that. thing. I just I thought you had something to get out off your chest. <laughs> no, I get it all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you have these uh, these actors. Um, so you have Tim Hook play, is played uh, plays Leroy Green. Mm-hmm. Vanny plays Laura Charles. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Christopher Murney, which is Eddie Arcadian. Yes, uh, a lot of people probably know him in Maximum Overdrive as the the Bible sells when he gets run over. Yes, um, you have Mike Starr, who played his character's Rock. He was in Black Dynamite, Frenchie and Goodfellas, and a uh, bunch of other movies. Yeah, so Ernie Reyes Jr. is also in this. He plays a small part. Uh, a lot of people probably know him from the the rundown scene where the rock gets the crap kicked out of him in the jungle by this, these little, you know, mm-hmm. uh, South American guys. Yeah. And so he's a little guy that kind of beats the crap out of him, and then, you know, the rock kind of mm-hmm. gets back at him. Uh, you have Carl Anthony Payne the second, who I guess he has a small part of his kid in the pizza shop, but I had no mm-hmm. idea that he was in the TV show Martin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Oh, no, yeah, he, he was uh, Cole. Yeah, so you have William H. Macy. He's in, uh, he's in Cosby show, too, as yeah. Cockroach. So you had uh, William H. Macy as a small role. He plays J.J., I don't think I need, need to say what he was in because a lot of people probably know him. Um, Chaz Palminteri plays Hood Number Two. He's been in a lot of stuff. He always played like the the mob guy, mm-hmm. um, a Bronx Tale. Uh, this guy I really liked. He was really funny. I was just too bad he wasn't in more stuff. The actor Glenn Eaton. He plays Johnny uh, Johnny Yu. So these are, these are basically your majority of your characters. Um, Leo Leo O'Brien plays uh, Leroy's younger brother Richie. But mm-hmm. these are the cast of characters. So let's get this movie started out, huh? Okay, <clears throat> so Last Dragon opens up. They have this sort of a cheesy '80s montage scene, like a training scene. Right? Training, training. It was, it was kind of. Well, I'll explain. I was kind of confused for a second, but so you have Bruce Leroy, who's who's training, and he's going through, and his master is like shooting arrows at him, yeah. and he's catching it with his hands, mm-hmm. and there's this whole like sequence. And uh, his master finally goes, oh, you finished. You have completed the last dragon. Mm-hmm. And this is the final tr- uh, stage in your sequence. And you have to go to reach the glow. And um, Bruce Leroy is like, oh, really? I have to go and see, find out the gl- glow? And he's like, yes, you have to go to this uh, area and meet a man by the name of Sumdum Goy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you have Leroy. He catches his blue arrow out of the sky or out of the air. Mm-hmm. And his master asks, "Why? Uh, how did you know it was this that this was the one you're supposed to catch. And, and so at that moment, he knew that, that he was Leroy got to the next level. Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, he, you know, he goes ahead, rips his patch off his tank top. Mm-hmm. So his patch represented, like, his level. Like, you know how you have your, your yes. white, black, brown, like your, your certain belts, right? Yes. And so, you, and so Leroy thinks it's like a punishment. He's on mm-hmm. his knees. Mm-hmm. He's saying, uh, he's basically saying, you know, what have I done to offend you, Master? Mm-hmm. And the Master's basically saying, you've been watching too many movies I've seen, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, the, uh, so in, the, in this scene also, um, Leroy and the Master, when they have the conversation about, uh, about this, Leroy 
when he tells him he had to he made he made it to the final level, Leroy doesn't have any uh like he doesn't have any um confidence that that's where the level that he reached. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He so still thinks there's so, still more to learn. So when he's when the master sees that, he's like, well, if you want to find the master, you know, you're going to have to take this journey on your own. Yeah, because he says, like, because, you know, how uh, Leroy's kneeling, looking down, and says, so the master says, what do you what you seek is not written on the floor. He's all, like, la- saying this comically and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so as part of his journey, he has to go yeah, to, like, Yeah, and so like, Leroy find, thought yes. he would, mm-hmm. my bad, so Leroy thought he would, uh, reached the, the glow level mm-hmm. and I guess master was master was telling him was like you've reached the final level mm-hmm. master mm-hmm. how come I don't feel this you know this glow sensation and stuff and so basically the master's telling him you know your journey's not over mm-hmm. he gives him this medallion mm-hmm. this was given to me by Bruce Lee <laughs> and he, like you were saying it sends yeah. him on to his quest to find some what's his name some dumb guy some young guy yeah. he says some young guy I hope he's not looking for some young guy <laughs> some dumb guy <laughs> <laughs> I thought Leroy like girls Oh boy! <laughs> so yeah, Leroy goes on a mission to find his master. But but even right before that, you, you hear you have the master kind of describing the glow, mm-hmm. uh, and and so like talking about how you know once you've reached that level, you'd you'll be surrounded by like a sublime glow all over your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it cuts to the next scene where he's in like a movie theater. Well, no, no, right, no, he, no. Well, so he's on the street and he's like looking. He's like you get to kind of see mm-hmm. he has like the outfit on. Yeah, yeah, hat. yeah. He looks cool, like cause uh-huh. he's, he looks like he stands out. He's like mm-hmm. wearing like a Bruce Lee outfit, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and um, he's walking through like ask. You could tell he's like kind of like a I don't know like a Korean town or a Chinese Chinatown, Chinatown yeah. Thing where mm-hmm. he's he's walking around ask. You can see he's asking things, but you mm-hmm. can't really hear what it's like. You a music yeah. sequence yeah. happening. Yeah, and then it cuts to the. That's when it cuts. That's to when that, it cuts to okay to the movie theater scene, in the movie which theater. Is ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, but, but well, yeah. So we still when we still talking about the you know the, the glow and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this part was kind of very important. I didn't okay. realize it until like okay. the end. So the master tells Leroy, you know, he says confusion is a part of life because Leroy is very confused. He says, mm-hmm. Master, I'm confused. Yeah. And so he says, confusion is a part of life. So it's vengeance, fear, love, all these phases must be embraced so you can break through the wall of mystery to the glow. So you have to kind of mm-hmm. go through all these stages. Interesting to. Oh, embrace all this to get to the glow. Good catch. So, so you see, you see, he has vengeance later on in the movie. Mm-hmm. You see, he has love in the movie. He has fear also. Mm-hmm. So these characters later on is gonna be meaning. He has all these qualities that he will embrace, and when he embraces all these qualities, and he will will reach the final level, which is the glow. I will admit, watching it the second time, I did catch a lot of things. So I, I saw the first time. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of saw it again this morning. Yeah, I yeah me that. too. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, he goes on this journey. And then it cuts to the scene where the where, the, where the, uh, they're in a movie theater. Not just they, when I say they is like a, a group of people, and it's a Bruce Lee movie. And it's I think inter, it was a Enter the, the Dragon. Enter the Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. It's kind of like a rundown New York movie theater. It is, it is ridiculous. So, <laughs> you, you okay? The crowd is going crazy because the movies. Yeah, they're like basically by. saying <laughs> line by line what's yeah, going on. Yeah. They're basically saying, mm-hmm. repeating it. And then you just see this, like these two. Females, females, or whatever. Try to break dance or something, they just right? Pull out a boombox in the middle <laughs> of the, just pull, start blasting it and trying to break dance, and you're terrible. And people are booing them, in yeah. there and all this stuff, and people are throwing stuff. And, and then you just see like this Jamaican dude smoking a blunt inside of the fucking movie theater, laughing at him. And then it cuts to 
the intro of show no. Show no. But right before he enters, though, the, the uh, patron, you know, just crunches the uh, the boom box. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Jamaican guy says, That's no, there's no coming back, man. Yeah. <laughs> and like a Jamaican accent, because, you know, the boom box is that. He's like, there's no coming back, man. You know, with a, with a blunt in his mouth. And of course enters uh, Shonoff. Yes, and I just with his to... with his group, you know, like his yeah. uh, his uh, disciples. Like, yeah, he has like six. No, he has like what's that? About six six, six people. Six yeah, yeah, like, like two. Symbols. Yeah, a couple girls and the rest guys. And he goes and out. He goes, out, he goes on the rant. And he says, "Am I the meanest? Am I the prettiest? Am I the baddest mofo load down around this town? Who am I? I can't hear you. Who am I?" <laughs> and then everyone. And then his his, his entourage says, you know. Shogun or Sh- Shogun. Shogun. Yeah, yes. Shogun. And then I think it's hilarious. And he's like, I'm Shogun of Harlem. <laughs> and, then, uh, and he's a basic one. Did you guys peep out those those cla- glasses are exactly like the kind? Yeah, Kanye, the so kind. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Kanye those are, stole yeah. those glasses for, the, for uh, your isotoners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stronger. So basically, Shogun is saying, and like, no one can beat me, right? And mm-hmm. there's a little kid, Giannis, yeah, yeah. saying, uh, uh, Bruce Lee, we're kicking ass. <laughs> yeah, <bro. laughs> and they get at that kid. <laughs> yeah, so basically, he holds the kid up, yeah. you know, uh, uh, with both arms, you know, and. And asks who can beat me, you know. And of course, he says, you know, yeah. Bruce, Bruce Leroy. Leroy. And then yes. it cuts to Bruce Leroy. He's like, with his, he's in the front, with his, eating his popcorn, chilling, eating his popcorn with his hat on, with his, his tunic, Mortal Kombat hat on, <laughs> watching the, the movie. Like, the front everybody row. from seeing yes. the movie. <laughs> it's just crazy. It should have been the real villain origin story. <laughs> he's wearing this giant hat in the movie. And then you see like Shonuf like <laughs> walk in the front of the movie theater after he dropping the kid. Right, yeah. walks in front of Bruce Leroy. And Bruce Lee, we were just watching the movie, not paying any yeah, attention yeah. to Shona. He's just trying to relax. And he, like, shows this calmness it, that is... Yeah, mm-hmm. he's just yes. so calm, like, yes. like he's using his training. He's not but flinching at all. I, yeah. love, I love when Shona goes, I hear all these stories about you that you can catch bullets with your teeth. And yeah. da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he says... Oh, Why you? oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, so Shona <laughs> is basically saying that he's like... Sick of hearing all this bullshit Superman stories of the legendary Bruce Leroy catching bullets with his teeth. And so we have basically shown off, you know, trying mm-hmm. to entice Leroy to fight. Yes. So Leroy goes on his, like, enlightenment, like, montage saying, right? It says, the secret awaits eyes unclouded by ambition. Those who are bound by desire only uh, see only that which can be held in their hand. Um, and then you, and then you see show up, show up. So like, I'm tired of that fortune cookie yeah. bullshit <laughs> yeah, like, What's up with this mumble bumble sh- mumble, jumbo mumble jumbo shit And he's like it's skinny uh, lizards like you Think that they are the last dragon to give kung fu a bad name <laughs> he's like get up Leroy I got something real for your ass in these hands and He's like trying to fight him right <laughs> there beat him right there In the movie yeah, Showing up actually ends up Oh he actually starts calling out people in the movie theater, or the, they start calling him out. I think so. I'm trying to remember. All I remember is I'm watching this going, I can never watch like a, a, a 25th anniversary screening of The Last Dragon. I'm like, I'm never going to go there. <laughs> so basically, like the movie patrons are telling him to be quiet, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I will then, not be quiet. You're trying to make me. Yeah, yeah and saying, they all like, start trying to fight him. Hey, come down here and make me that's be quiet. It, that's what so, it was. And so they come down and try to beat him up. So that the guy who actually. The, guy the first guy that tries to beat him up. Stumped out that uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Boombox, uh, the first one, right? He yeah. comes to fight first, and his girlfriend is a transsexual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude who dresses yeah. like a woman. Yeah. <laughs> she's, just she's like, don't hurt the face. Don't hurt the face. Get him, baby. <laughs> Get him, baby. It's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> What's going on? It's the wildest. So, like, the boombox guy gets his head smashed against the, uh, what do you call it? It's like the, because uh, uh, you know how Shnonoff is on a platform? Yeah. And so he basically just slams yeah, right the, on, stage. Yeah, on the stage, right? And yeah. slams basically the, <laughs> the boombox guy against yeah, the face, right? Because it's right, it's right after the lady says, don't hurt the face, don't hurt yeah. the face. Uh-huh. Oh, man. And before you know it, everyone else starts coming. Yeah, trying to be able, and then at this time, brawl. Yeah. at this time of this brawl, you know, you see Leroy calmly gets up, yep. walks out of the movie theater, mm-hmm. and you hear like, uh, you hear Shinono for like, I'm going to get you, Bruce Leroy, if it's the last thing I do. <laughs> <laughs> So then it transits. Does it? Well, what's crazy too is that Shonoff, like in this chaos fight, he like bites uh-huh. one guy's ankles. About I thought he was gonna bite his ankle <laughs> off, man. Because like you know he's trying to do kung fu fighting against Shonoff, yeah. but man, and he's like, I got this. And he, yeah. Oh man, that's hilarious. Uh, so basically, it cuts to Eddie Ar- Arcadian. We were introduced yes. to him, and he opens and, up like the fridge, and like he, yeah, yeah, and like no, no, but before oh, like, yeah, you yeah, see him, like, she's like and like his girlfriend, like. It looks like Cindy Lauper. Yeah, basically, like, like, they're trying to make her look like Cindy Lauper. Yeah, I, I don't think. Uh, yeah, and, her, and the Gordy girlfriend Angela. The, and you see Re- Rock, you know, mm-hmm. goes into the fridge, pulls out yeah. this big, huge was a uh, uh, cow leg, a cow leg. No, no, it was, it was it was like a well, it was a cow, but there's like a giant pig in there or something. Yeah, yeah, it's this huge fridge. Basically, gives a big piece of meat, right? Yes. And he walks it over to this fish tank that's like green liquid. I'm like, what? The yeah, heck's and there's going like on? some <laughs> giant fish monster. It's like in fish there. monster sea creature. Yeah. You don't see. It. You just yeah. see like the bone is that's the only that's left off this big honk of meat, mm. and like this gets devoured in seconds. Like holy shit! And then that's, right after that, then it cuts shows. to then it cuts to uh, Laura's uh, yes, Vandy's so. like her TV show mm. spot because it basically it's on she's on TV, and mm. so her show was called Video seven, Hot Pick from video Seventh Heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Eddie uh, Eddie basically wants his girlfriend Angela on that show. Yeah. So right now they're watching it right now, mm-hmm. and and you see Laura just picking her music videos and stuff, and everyone's kind of like. Uh, what was that 70s oh soul it's, like, it's kind of like soul train where soul everyone's train. like yeah. dancing yeah. to like mm-hmm. the music video and stuff yeah. but I don't know like those giant screens though it just that seemed really dystopian yeah because yeah. yeah. that, that at the end like near the end that giant yeah. screen about yeah, scared yeah, the crap yeah, out of yeah, me when yeah, I saw did, Eddie did. Like, Eddie Arcadian was yeah, on there like yeah. if I was a kid that's like one ugly looking dude and that's one <laughs> yeah, big like, ass face like you know, that gap in that it teeth was, it was a great setup but when you're just watching it for the first time you're like this is so strange yeah, and then weird. and then once you yeah so you see them watching her on TV picking mm-hmm. you know the music videos and there I don't know it was one song by DeBarge was yeah it was played. DeBarge yeah. Yeah, yeah and so that was actually his single at the time mm-hmm. and then you see Eddie yeah you see Eddie try to Make Angela into something, right? Mm-hmm. And you see Rocket jealous because Eddie was trying to promote him as yeah, like a heavyweight boxer. Heavyweight he kept losing boxer, his fights, but he kept losing. And yeah. so Rocket is being jealous because all his attention is being paid to her because mm-hmm. because he, he thought you know he was the man, he's the right hand man he kind of thing. For his, he was looking for his road to fame, pretty much. Because mm-hmm. he, he said, if you would have paid attention to me, I would have had my title shot by now. You know, yeah. it was interesting because and think then like Eddie was saying, you know, every fight you had, you've lost. You know, because Eddie Arcadian has money, but he doesn't have fame, and yeah. I think that's a thing he's trying to get. He's trying to Eddie Arcadian is like a. He's in charge of video like games. Video games, right? He has his own like place and stuff. Yeah, he has money he, and stuff, he but he doesn't have face. the power that he wants. Yeah. yeah. So he's trying to do anything he can to get power. So he thought by, you know, promoting and managing Rock Arkansas. as a heavyweight boxer mm-hmm. might get him fame, right? But mm-hmm. Rock wasn't very good as a boxer. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "Oh, now let's go behind my girlfriend Angela, even though she not, might not be very good. Let's try to promote her, and you know, maybe yes. I can get 
came yes. from that. Kind of kind of a distorted Citizen Kane thing going on. And there. it kind of, mm-hmm. like we were saying, it goes back to the video screen. Mm-hmm. And you see uh, uh, Laura choosing a song uh, called dark? Playing. Oh, it was called, so I was, guess it was Rock On by DeBarge. So yeah, then yeah. everyone's dancing, having a good yes. time, and that song's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Then Laura goes, right? And she goes, goes and does this performance. I believe so. Yeah. It's, it's bad. <laughs> but then right before that, though, you, but right before that, you hear Eddie talking about how he, you know, he, he okay, wants yeah, his girlfriend so on the show, to, right? It goes back to that. Yeah, yeah, and then you have The Rock saying, "Just let me, let me alone with her. Like, give me five minutes with her." Like, no, mm-hmm. no, that's not how the way they do it. You know, mm-hmm. the way you have to do it is you have to, you know, wine and dine them. You know, you have mm-hmm. to, you have to let them order a la carte. You yes. know, he's like a la carte. Yes. You know? yeah, he had a, he had a plan to, you know, like. Uh, I mean, what a lot yeah, of people do in the music industry. Yeah. yeah. He was going to wine and dine her ends up getting a, a placement on a very... Yeah, because like she, he's basically saying, I know these shows biz, ty- show biz types. I know how to treat them, you know? Yeah. So sure. then after that, it cuts over to the Laura scene where she does her performance, which as beautiful as she is, I'm sorry, man. And I know what she has ties to like Prince and stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you, I'm guessing you never seen Action Jackson, right? So she plays the lead actress in that, and she has some uh, some scenes where she actually sings. Yeah. Oh my God, it's voice of an angel, man! No, oh man, I mean, <laughs> no. I'm talking about Action Jackson. No. If you ever seen that, oh man, woo, and a body to count, oh man. You gotta remember, this is still an era where like Whitney Houston existed. <laughs> a, a, a voice of an angel. That's a. That's a no. Stretch. You have to see Action Jackson. She was just super fine, dude. I no, but she can sing too. If you ever seen her in Action Jackson, I might. Uh, yeah, but I know she stunk, dude. Stunk, she stunk singing this. I would not. I would admit that. Well, really I mean, I like the song "Nasty Girl." I'm not really trying to grade her. Yeah. Listen to the vocals. The vocals on it. She's not going crazy on Nasty Girl. It's just was. It was Prince is so good. <laughs> Prince is so good. He wrote a great song where he knew that she didn't even have to raise her voice too high or anything. You could tell she's in this one pocket the whole entire song. Vanity is just. She's beautiful. <laughs> That, but she could have just been a model. <laughs> I Fuck didn't. I, I don't know. I, I wasn't expecting this take from you. I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. I, okay. Such a bad singer. Oh, I'm like okay. Um, <laughs> Rest in peace. And so then it like cuts back to Eddie Arcadian, right? Eddie Arcadian. Mm-hmm. And so he, you know, he was talking to Rock and like, remember what they used to call you when you were boxing? They called you the Great White Hopeless. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then and then Rock kind of gets back and was like, what do you think they're gonna call her referring to Angela, right? Yeah. And Eddie says, the goddess, you know, and she, and, uh, he basically says, well, what is she going to do to people? You know, she's going to do stuff to people that has never been done before, saying, you mm-hmm. know, referring to how good she was. And it was pretty hilarious because she wasn't very good of a singer. So you kind of see the music video of her singing and stuff. And then Rock says, you know what they're going to, you know, she's going to make them do run for cover. <laughs> and you see him like giggling and snorting. That was just hilarious. You know, he's like, you know, they're going to make him, you know, make him run for cover. Yeah. <laughs> And then Eddie says, shut up with that, you know, that talk and stuff. But that scene where, where like, he talks about how she's supposed to be good. Yeah. And then Rock comes back with, like, you know, you're gonna, she's going to make them run for cover. Oh, man, I was dying laughing right there in that point. Oh, we missed it. We missed the part. So, just to go back, mm-hmm. before Laura actually gets on stage, yes, there is a character that comes out and acts. Uh, William H. Macy, you talking about that part? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He okay. goes and asks her to do him a favor. Mm-hmm. Which was basically what Eddie wanted yeah. to get Eddie's girlfriend onto the yeah, show. Yeah, JJ yeah. was told to get Eddie to meet with. Mm-hmm. So they, so they, you know, she, she was like, no. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> no, no. I'm like, she's like, I'm booked solid for the yeah. next four weeks, kind of thing. Like, yeah. I'm not doing a favor. 
forget about it type. You're like, do it, mm-hmm. please, or you know, they'll cut my throat. You know, these are these are some mean, rough dudes. You know, right? right. So I, she's like basically telling me, you know, call the cops, kind of thing. Yeah. So this is what leads to the series. Then it leads to her like singing. Yeah. The, where she was kind of dreadful. And then it goes from that to, um, so the, the and then show ba- ends and Laura and she's like walking out. But right before she walks out, you see Leroy walking up, right? Mm-hmm. And, and yep, and she, and she walks out, and they're kind of both glancing at each other, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he sticks out like a, like like a, like a sore thumb. Come on, man! Like yeah. a, a African American dude dressed up like a, an Asian dude with a tunic on and stuff, <laughs> like from like China, or whatever. Right. right. And so, you know, they're giving, like, you know, like starry eyes at each other, look, glancing at each other back and forth. She's signing autographs and goes in her limo. Mm-hmm. And then she's looking at him again back and forth. I'm like, man. And they did look like light-skinned goals. Like, <laughs> you could get that, <laughs> like the light-skinned couple goals. Like, they, you, when they glanced and looked at each other, it's like, okay. I, I get it. <laughs> I get how you casted this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but go ahead. All right. Oh, um, yeah. So basically, she's in the limo, right? Yes. She was wondering about her limo driver, you know, like, oh, he's sick or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the limo driver is played by uh, Chaz. They were talking about and he plays the hood number two. And so he pulls over and his hoodlums yes. um, open the door, get her out, you know, so Try they can get in her. and they kidnap yes. her. They take mm-hmm. her back to Eddie Arcadian mm-hmm. to kind of persuade her yes. to put the video on, put music the video, video on. Mm-hmm. Because at first, he wanted to have a dinner with her. And she mm-hmm. said no, right? Yeah. Like, you know, his first step is to be polite. Second step is, you know, I'll, I'll bring the bring the stick. You know, I'm gonna I'll be mean. Yes. So of course, and then the next scene, or the next part, you have, you know, Leroy comes mm-hmm. in. He was Bruce Lee, Bruce, Bruce Lee. Okay. So beat him up. This is I'm gonna I'm get into my rant. Okay. <laughs> hey, I want to say. Wait. So okay. like, space is like she's screaming for help, right? <laughs> right when that guy was ready to smack her across the face, right? Yeah. Guest comes in Bruce Wayne holds him by the grip with a hand mm-hmm. like that. It's like yeah. only in the movies, right? Yeah. Everybody's ready to slap her. Bruce Wayne grabs, grabs his hand yeah. and does his like his kung fu mastery, you know, stuff, right? Uh-huh. And so like you know, he beats up Chaz, right? Which mm-hmm. is the driver. The yes, puts him right through the window, right? Mm-hmm. Another guy comes out with a knife, right? Oh, he ducks the knife. Woo! You know, cry, he chops him, across, kicks him across the face. He lands right in the street, man. Out cold. The other guy like holds. Holds Vanny like hostage, throws it to the ground, and this guy, this sucker man, gets kicked across the head again. Man, oh man, it's hilarious. And like he picks her up, right, dusts her off, you know, dusts her off. He's like, "Are you okay?" And it's like, "Yeah, yeah." She's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "They did not touch me. They did not hurt me." <laughs> kind of thing, like, oh man, okay, okay. like a robot. Okay, all right. So I, I got, I got. All right, I got let's. Some, I got some questions. Yes. Okay. Okay. So number one. Uh huh. This whole entire thing is creepy because this woman is being followed by two different groups of people. <laughs> because <laughs> Leroy is literally following her, right? Not really. He was Not just walking. Really, he was, he was walking. walking. The he was walking, and then they drive. They drive way faster than he could walk. But they stopped. <laughs> but they didn't stop like at the first light. It seemed like they were driving for a minute, and he's just like walking towards the car. I yeah. He's just chilling at the car, and then he, I all of this 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 scene breaks out, <laughs> and then this fight scene is so bad. What? It was. It's bad. <laughs> when he throws him into the window, and the, the way his body just flops into that window is is so fake. And, okay. He's the driver, not the fighter. Yeah, yeah, no, but the, like if I got hit, that is not realistically how my body would just move when I got hit. <laughs> He's just like. 